When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's January 24th, 2024. I am at Joel Pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds. Not much has happened in the world of wrestling, so I guess we'll have a short show today. Not much to talk about, and that'll be that. Jeremy Lamb here. How are you doing? We're here to talk about J-Dub, Jalen Williams, game winner, cash money against the Portland Trailblazers last night. That's all that happened last night. No idea what else was going on in the world. Oh, J-Dub, I, OKC Thunder, Thunder up, baby. The big news coming out of Tuesday night, believe it or not, uh, Ava Rain is the youngest NXT general manager in uh, in WWE. That's the news. Seems like nepotism. It does, doesn't it? It felt like somebody made a phone call and said, hey, put her at the head of the NXT table. Yeah, yeah it yeah. feels a little, little curious that someone gets a board director position and then 12 hours later, his daughter is the NXT general manager. Little, Hold on. little Hold sus there. Hold on. Back it up. Who got a what? Board position? What? What are you talking about? Brad Keywell. Right. I thought I remember that name. There's yeah. a relation between Brad and Ava? Uh, if you If you dig deep enough, everybody's separated by seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. That is accurate. Well, oh, you're also separated by leaving us a thumbs up and, of course, subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. Not my best segue, but damn it, I'm always going to try. And, of course, you can donate to Super Chat. Any amount, get your question or statement read right on the air. Plenty to talk about today, despite our belief that there isn't Jeremy Lambert. How are you? How are you actually feeling? You sound good. That's a plus. I do sound a little bit better. I feel a little bit better. I still have a cough. You'll probably see me coughing and, and muting a lot throughout this show, but... I am a little bit better. I'm feeling, feeling, feeling. Got to get better. It's a big weekend, and yesterday was a a a, a news day that I certainly was not expecting. I try to take Tuesdays off, Joel. Same. This is this is allegedly something I try to do. I very rarely succeed. Uh, definitely failed yesterday. Definitely failed. My poor, my poor, lovely wife. You know, I wasn't feeling well all weekend. I was feeling awful this weekend people if you saw me on the show on uh monday you know how like great i was not feeling so my poor lovely wife she wanted to let me sleep in yesterday she saw the news about the rock that the rock that was being appointed to the board and like she's like uh i don't want to wake him for this like that was not to her worthy of waking me up for 
that, that to her she's like eh no nah, that's not worthy of waking jeremy up for to to do this but then the raw netflix deal gets announced and she's like okay that's worthy to wake him up so i told her i was like rock being appointed to the board you wake me up for that one next time like you know she bless her she just wants to take care of me and wants me to sleep it doesn't she doesn't want me to write about wrestling but once the raw netflix deal got announced she's like all right i gotta i guess i gotta wake them up and then they're on cnbc they're on fox news they're on espn they're on mcafee show so it was a busy busy day yesterday yeah a lot of coverage going on you guys the uh you specifically and of course the news team getting a lot of work done but you know what we have more news because this is what we do here on the show. Let's bring on some news. Oh, it's ZNN is here. Hello, boys. Man, is just a news outlet unto himself. Hello, Zarian. How are you? I'm trapped in the void. <laughs> you got a nice uh, Judgment Day homage with the going on with the purple and black there. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm wearing the black shirt. Yeah. I uh, I got the purple going behind me. I'm building a studio here. Looks good. Looks yeah, good. yeah, it's coming along. I'm at the uh, the Bull Truth uh, Studios. Zarian, I have a very important question for you. Why are you a fake reporter and you didn't break this news of Raw going to Netflix like a real wrestling journalist would have? Right. Well, well, let me explain to you how things work. There's something called I don't know if you guys have heard of this insider trading. Okay. No, this is news. Hold on. Let's 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 make sure this is right. Hold on. Uh yeah. Oh, there, there you go. go. Oh, All right. Go. So high level financial uh, gains for a publicly traded company, right? Mm -hmm. There's, let's say, six people, seven people privy to this negotiation. What would possess any of them to go and be like, hey, Joel, guess what? Netflix is going to pay us $5 billion dollars. But don't tell anyone and make sure you don't buy any of the stock. Listen, sometimes things leak. Uh, it, it, it's a slippery slope. The same goes for why nobody really knew about this WBD meeting, right? That's the, the supposed WBD meeting. There's a lot of stuff that people don't release, and rightfully so. You don't talk about it. Generally, the things leak when it hits the lower level. That's how it works. Like you have, you know, C-level conversations, then you go to the, to the other executive level, then, you, then it goes down the chain. And by the time it goes down the chain, a lot of people have already known it within the company. And it's essentially a done deal. They're not going to risk this. Also, NDAs get signed when you're in a high-level negotiation. You know, Tony, uh, for example, let's bring him up. He's not going to sacrifice uh, blowing a deal by leaking information to the media. WWE definitely is not going to do that. And when things trickle down, guess what? It generally happens when people want things to come out, especially on that level. So I don't, I can't see Nick Khan or, or, or Ari Emanuel jeopardizing a, a lucrative deal to tell a friend. Now, what if it was Christmas Eve and they've had too much eggnog, then would it have leaked? Well, the SEC doesn't care then. <laughs> you know, the Securities and Exchange Committee, uh, they, they're not going to, they're going to be like, well, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, on, it's vacation, it's holiday. Yeah, Ari Emanuel had a couple uh, couple eggnogs, and now he's, he's blabbing to, to the entire town about this billions and billions <laughs> of dollar deal. You know, sometimes people, it's not, 
you know, like how do how do people not know when Tesla is doing something until Tesla announces it? You know, these are high level conversations that happen, and and most of the time, people aren't running to the media. I I think people have a very I don't want to say everybody. It's not everybody. Certainly not our audience. Our audience is very smart, but a lot of idiots online who are just like, how did Dave and Sean and Andrew not, uh, are you drinking the liquid death? My God, Zara. I want to point out, I want to point this out. You, you put it, you put it, like you put it in front of the screen just so that no one says, oh my God, is he having a beer at this hour? He did. My friend, uh, my friend, Joanna Angel sent me this. Oh, your friends. <laughs> But people are like, why? She's an ambassador. People are like, why aren't the wrestling reporters breaking this? It's like, well, first of all, I'm reason- not a reporter. Let's let's start that. I'm not a journalist. Make uh, that very clear. I make that very clear. Uh, I'm not a reporter. I report things, but I don't. I don't. I don't identify as a reporter. <laughs> uh, some people may think I am, but I'm not. Uh, I just know things sometimes. Uh, in this case, uh, a lot of the time now, you know, it could go away tomorrow. You know, someone could get fired at a place and then it doesn't happen anymore. And I'm fine. And I just talk about wrestling like I normally did. Um, you know, Sean is a reporter and but Sean isn't going to C-level executives and asking for quotes or building the relation. Or maybe he is. I don't you know, he could be. But the odds of you getting that, especially to a wrestling journalist right if you're wwe you're going to go to the wall street journal you're going to go to business insider you're going to go to a a a top-notch financial you know cnbc was the one that really had this yeah and we're not none of us are on that level of access to these people and we shouldn't be it's not what we do we talk about you know the silliness of professional wrestling that and that's the the thing again i don't think people fully understand sometimes is I talk about all the time of media coverage and when people are like, oh they're gonna do rock and Roman in Australia. No, no they're not. They're they're gonna do that at Mania because the media coverage is levels above for something like that. And it's the same thing with this. Why are they gonna go to this is why they give like even wrestling stories. It's like we're giving this to Sports Illustrated. Even though Sports Illustrated is a, a small subsection of wrestling and like, I don't know, Fightful might do better wrestling traffic than Sports Illustrated. People know what Sports Illustrated is. That's why they get match announcement on Raw. Something is yeah. low. This, hap- this has happened, by the way. Like, as first announced by Sports Illustrated. Jade Cargill, didn't they get that announcement? Like, as first reported by yeah. Sports Illustrated, Jade Cargill has signed. And it's like, well, yeah, because WWE just told them to, to report that. Sean was the one who actually kind of reported that but they they just give it to sports illustrated that's why they give any of these big announcements cnbc fox cnn whatever it might be it's gonna be the actual top media outlets no offense to us what we do but we are wrestling specific and don't have the reach to outside of wrestling most of the time this may shock you this may shock you nick khan did not want to be on our show yeah, I I asked Nick Khan. Old old Nick wouldn't wouldn't come on our show. But you know, I'll ask. I'll ask The Rock. I asked Cody Rhodes to be on Spotlight. I mean, yep. Cody Rhodes is a, a right. But like, I'll shoot these shots. I don't mind doing that. But yeah, they're probably not appearing on our, our silly little morning show when they can go on McAfee's show. We should just rename ourselves Mad Money. The tweets that that I got, Dave got, and Sean got, like, oh yeah, some 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 uh, journalists you guys are, you didn't have this. I'm like. 
Why would we? Dave generally, why would we? This is this is a new realm in pro wrestling, right? The publicly traded pro wrestling aspect is a 20-year-old thing. Uh, network deals to this level is a 10-year thing, five-year thing, that WWE is able to cash in so much money. They have evolved beyond wrestling. The Dave Meltzers and the Sean Ross Epps and the Andrews Arians do not matter when it is a high-level talk like this. The Rock, right? How would any of us have that information? That they are going to pay The Rock $30 million over the next two years to sit on the board of directors. That is a high-level negotiation, and Dwayne is not going to sit there and be like, hey, Dave, guess what happened? Even though they're pals. (laughs) I'm just letting you know tomorrow this is coming out. I'm sure some people knew, but he has too much of that Terramana, he might be, you know, calling on. I like that Terramana. And- that Terramana is good. I had some of that last night, actually. <laughs> is it good? I've never. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, no. it's better than Conor McGregor's whiskey. I'll tell you that. See, I've never had either. I've never had either. I want to try both, just of just because, you know, I, I'm I'm a, a shill and a mark for celebrity products. I was like, yeah, the oh, rocks tequila. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug a celebrity product. Let's go. Lisa Ann's wine. Oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. It is. It's fantastic. I have a case it, of it. It is, is fantastic. This is an easy joke to make. Does it age as well as her? Nice. It ages. It ages just as well as her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that was part of the. Uh, that was probably part of her Q and A sheet when she did the media for this one. Does it age as well? As you her? know, I'm just. I'm giving. I'm just giving plugs for my friends now. I'm giving. I'm giving <laughs> liquid death plug for Joanna Angel now, and I'm giving it to Lisa and wine. Why not? What's wrong? Well, who are these people, Andrew? I've never heard of these names. You'll have to fill me They in. are. They are world class entertainers. Google these people, everybody. <laughs> Maybe turn off your safe search. Don't do it at work. Don't do it at work. Yeah, don't do it at work. By the way, this this whole so I'm in California. I'm in Los, I'm in Beverly Hills right now. I can't get adjusted to time zone. I was up at three a.m. and I've just been working. Wait, it's, it's seven a.m. over there for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh! What are you doing on this stupid show? I have nothing else to do. My life oh, is my life is empty. Fair. I have no house meeting, to go. To. Are you meeting with Warner Brothers? Andrew? I did have a I did have an interesting meeting uh, at um, Stake Forty Eight on Monday with somebody that is a very very big player in the entertainment world, and he told me some interesting things. What did Nick Khan tell you? <laughs> you know what Nick Khan has told me? I have great eyebrows. That's that sounds like something he would say. Nick Khan has told me that. Stephanie also told me. Stephanie McMahon also told me I have great eyebrows. Wow, wow. her that's a mm-hmm. that is a very big compliment. I'm not being facetious yeah. here. No, what she, did Jazzlov tell you? He told me. Uh, he told me to go f myself. <laughs> he said AEW is not getting renewed, and uh, AEW is headed to Tubi. Don't oh oh that's good. That's better. That that's better than uh, Cedric the Entertainer special. You yeah. can't find that shit on Netflix. That shit ain't on Tubi. Yeah. So I um, you know, sometimes like I, I I hear things and I forget, like because again, I'm not a, I'm not a journalist or a reporter, and then it just pops in my mind. So yesterday, when when the whole WWE rights thing was happening, uh, I posted a little fun fact that somebody um, that is very in the know of what AEW is looking to do and what Warner's looking to do uh, sent me an interesting message like a couple days ago, and I just never. I was waiting to talk about it on my show, but I don't have a studio right now, so I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, that they're also looking to do some sort of hybrid 
uh, broadcast between Linear and Max. Go on. So much like how the NBA, Jeremy, you're a big NBA fan. You know, they yeah, simulcast allegedly. it, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, they they simulcast some of the NBA games on Max. Yes, they do. Yeah. And, and TV is headed that way. That is going to be something that is very common now to capitalize. Because remember, Nielsen now is incorporated in all these services. So if you could capitalize, like Netflix, for example, right? Netflix has 250 million subscribers. If you could capitalize on simulcasting something like that, you're you're just growing. It's more accessibility. So being a one-stop shop doesn't matter anymore. You could kind of diversify and have it on linear and have it on streaming at the same time. Professor mentioned this. UFC does it on with ESPN, ESPN Plus. Look, even Monday Night Football, I know it's not, not like an app, but... They'll just, hey, you can watch the game on ABC. You can watch the game on ESPN. You want the Manning cast, you go to ESPN2. Like, just the various ways, the various outlets to watch, depending on what you're subscribed to or what you're looking for. You know, TV's changing. Viewership habits have totally changed. Uh, Media consumption has radically changed from the pandemic. You know, there's this thing called TikTok now that has capitalized on media consumption and nobody is talking about it watch minutes okay watch minutes have totally shifted in the favor of short clips consumed on your phone in a vertical scroll there are times that i i have raw on or i have smackdown on by the way i just got the uh, latest uh, research papers on netflix net the netflix deal as of 9 38 today i just got sent this it's a um Interesting. I got to read that in a little bit. Uh, I love the financial stuff. Dude, I love I I get such a boner for numbers. It's unbelievable. I'm going to start marketing a shirt with my face on. It says boner for numbers. I love the finance stuff. In another life. How do you life, feel about the number seven, Andrew Zarian? You know, it's okay. Not my favorite. Joel knows really? my favorite number. I do. It's a two digit number. It is. And, and they kind of intertwine together, those two numbers. 88. Favorite number. <laughs> that's Nazi. People tried to cancel me. Only, only I can that. make that joke on this stream. That's the only, I'm the only one who can do that. Wait, one. wait, I'm missing something. Why? Why is that a cancelable joke? In in um in prison culture, the eight is a reference. The eighty eight is a reference to the letter H because H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. And you put an H and H together. It's not Hulk Hogan, brother. It's another thing oh. that people would say oh. with their arms outstretched. So, the big know. hello. The big hello. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was a thing. That's prison culture. And when when people brought it up, they'd be like, no one remembers that. And it's funny because like most people don't really associate that. But I just remember one time David Bixman fan bringing it up and him being like, yeah, like talk, talking about it. And I would just say, yeah, no, nobody thinks about that. But it's weird that I know this. Yeah, some I like some facts. people think about you it do. and want to cancel you yes. for it. Someone tried to get me fired because I had eighty eight in my Twitter handle. God forbid you and, be and born. they <laughs> and they thought that you were you were a yes. one of those people. Okay, got yeah, it. they messaged Sean. They're like, "Why do you employ a Nazi?" Jeremy Lambert has eighty eight in his Twitter handle, and I'm like, "It's my birth year." Sorry, nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> unbelievable. That's fantastic. Um, I do have to say the lighting makes my skin look great in here. Yeah, it's very. Oh, you look fantastic. You're you're already a very beautiful man. But I think eyebrows look great. I was just fishing for a compliment. I got them done. I I had to go get them done. (laughs) Where'd you? Where'd you? Russian lady. This Russian lady. I went to European Wax Center right before I left. (laughs) 
listen, I know I'm absurd. I get it. Right. Like I know, like I could talk about serious stuff and I can can talk about 69ing, you know, like it's, 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 it's a bizarre world I live in. That's Uh, why we love you, Andrew Zarian. Listen, you gotta, you gotta, life is too short to take it serious. Um, No, we talk about wrestling. It's very serious. Very serious. Life or death conversation here. I, the outrage though, I've, I don't know. I don't know if it's the general climate of people, like just things, right? I think people are just very worked up and aggressive. Uh, over the last couple of years, but the the amount of things I get roped into now, like no, it's no longer that uh, they don't agree with what I'm saying. Now it's blatant lies about things I've never reported. Oh yeah, people think they're being funny or they're being trolls and they're getting their jokes off, but unfortunately, the jokes need to be funny. But it's not a no, 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 like. <laughs> For whatever reason, people think that I reported that the Saudis were buying WWE. I never did. Oh, that, was, people, that was not you. That was that was yeah. not me. And and you know, and the and the story that came out, I, I I'm not going to name the name, but I had a conversation with him or her or they, whatever they want to go by. Um, and I and I and I said like, ah, I'm not too. Uh, I mean, I'm hearing it too, but I would not. Too soon. And again, that's something that would not come out. Yeah, that wouldn't come out through a wrestling reporter. Nope. And that's why it didn't. That's why the first person who actually had that was, I think CNBC was the the outlet that... You can tell that they're going to CNBC for anything that is related oh, yeah. to their, their television distribution. Any sort of like product distribution, yeah. it's going to CNBC. Not just because there's a relationship there for many, many years, but just because they trust them to be the the people who report on it the most. Yeah, CNBC was the outlet who reported like Sunday afternoon before Mania, hey, this deal is close to being done. And then of course it got announced like 6 a.m. the next morning. And it's so, so yeah. funny. You want to talk about how, how like wrestling media people get treated in this sphere sometimes. Then you go into a WrestleMania press conference after the show, and the first question that gets asked is like, hey, rumblings of a sale or rumblings of a merger. And like the immediate thing is to shut it down. It's like, I don't expect you to talk about it, but at least like make reference to the fact that, yes, I hear that it's being reported. Da, da, da. We're, you know, whatever. We'll have comments when we're ready. That's a great yeah, question. And, and, no and you know, yeah. like if, and if, and if it was a done deal, right? Like if someone had told me, honestly, if someone had said to me like, oh yeah, the Saudis are buying or UFC's buying, Endeavor's buying WWE, I would honestly, honestly, and I would speak to somebody, which I do, uh, one of my closest friends, he is a major, major player in the financial world. I mean, uh, an executive level for one of the biggest financial institutions on this planet. Okay. I would go to him and say, is this something I should be comfortable? Is this something okay for me to say? Because I was told this. And you know what he would tell me? Absolutely not. Shut your mouth. Don't get involved. <laughs> because that you're talking about high level, billions and billions of dollars of transactions that will be affected by one tweet. That's not what I do. This, this is great advice for everybody. Of And I've said it many times. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'll tell you, like, I know something very big. I don't feel comfortable saying it. I I would not tell anybody. You know, there's there's one there's one big story. It's not it's nothing like sensational. Okay. It's not like a sensation, but I know something is going on uh regarding a deal. It's not the AW deal. And I don't 
I'm not, I'm not that person. I'm not comfortable even repeating it to anybody because there's a lot of money that will be exchanged. Oh, you're going to get, you know, fortunately nobody watches this show, but if they did, you, they would get the Andrew Zarian is, is saying something big is no, about no, no, to happen. No, no. Eyeball it, emoji, eyeball emoji. No, well, it wouldn't matter to 90. It has nothing to do with TV or what you're going to see. It, it's, it's it to me because I like the number stuff. It's a big thing. I like the financial side of coverage. I'm not going to say it. I also know a specific date for something that I'm never going to say. Just tell me, Andrew Zarian. I know a you date know for I something. You know I don't leak anything. You know I don't leak anything. Well, I was told. I was told specifically. Uh, do not do not mention this. So I'm not. But we, we're, you know what? You'll start fit figuring it out on my Twitter when I start dropping little hints here and there. I like to have fun with this. It's fun. You got to have fun. Should be fun. People need to have patience. Not, you should. It should be fun. Not everyone needs to be in the know twenty four seven. Sometimes a surprise is a good surprise. And okay, I got it. Here you go. You ready for this? Sometimes something is just a heat check too. Sasha Banks is number one in the men's rumble again. Wow. Oh my goodness. I hope number one. I hope the crew's watching. So because she's apparently okay. doing an, an Instagram live thing right now. So there you go. The, the worst fan base on the planet. Sasha Banks is doing an the Instagram live thing right now. Yeah, it's called what do you guys want to talk about? This isn't true. Stop. Maybe it. she scoops herself. Hold on. <laughs> I will take the photo. Not the photo. But hold on. Oh, don't why why are you this is this, this is me? stupid. No, no, no. This isn't like newsworthy stuff. This is just her being a troll on her Instagram. She didn't make it Sasha Banks. She's some Mercedes Bernardo. Yeah, it's still she's doing Mercedes. a subscriber social thing. So what do you guys want to talk about? Oh. <laughs> what is a subscriber social? So if you subscribe yeah. to people on Instagram, you can do threads, you can do like lives for subscribers, things like that. You you pay for like exclusive content through there. Oh. They gotta stop all of us. Everyone, just stop. Just don't, don't, don't do anything. Just let me rest. That's all I care about. Just let me rest. We should all um, be hibernating right now. So I have a question. When do you think we get Tony Khan as a big announcement? Oh, for like very soon. When do we get it? Yeah. Uh, oh man, I would wait until after Revolution. I don't think so. I, I don't think they can. Or maybe they do. No, they can't. No, you're right. They can't. Uh, you got to do it. Then you got to do it when there's a lull in the storytelling for Revolution, because there always is. They set up three big matches yeah. and they pound it to bits. <laughs> they pound it to bits, and then they let it sit for it until the week before the pay per view. That's been traditionally the the build to a pay per view for AEW. So when do you do it? You do it in the middle of February when it's the dead of February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think that would be it. That would be the time that you hear something. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, dude. This is all fun stuff. I don't know why people get so crazy and they're arguing over a a a, a simulated sport where men and women are in their underwear and they're just tussling. I mean, it's it's like sports in a way where people have their teams and they, you know, vociferously argue about who's better or how the referees are crooked or how you need to fire the yeah. ownership or whatever it is. It's no different. At the end of the day, I just kind of sit back and I say, all right, well, am I entertained by this? Yeah. Am I going to go to the ballpark and sit there and talk to my friend while maybe someone socks dingers? Sure, let's go. Am I going to go watch hockey at the the, 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 the T-Mobile arena where the Vegas Knights play and just kind of sit there and enjoy watching these people play hockey? Yeah. Do I have a vested interest? Absolutely. Not at all. 
Yeah, well, it's I... the people who take it to the extremes of, I want this person fired. I want this person. Well, what happens is it becomes a religion. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. It become, and the same thing happens here, right? You're on either this side or that side. It becomes a religion and it becomes very dangerous. And people start like one guy goes, uh, if Mercedes isn't is in the rumble, then you're done. You're over. Yes. And I'm like, okay. careers hinge on this. My, my, my entire are on the line. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I don't make a fucking dime from wrestling. Whatever money I get from Observer, guess who I give it to? My producers. I've never taken a dime from this. I pay whatever money I make, those Patreon and those donations that we get or whatever, it goes all to everybody else. I do this for fun. I don't want to do this for money because then it becomes a hyper-obsessive thing for me. And I won't concentrate on my real job that gives me a really good living. So I don't want to do that. I think people need to take it easy. Unless you're financially invested in this, it has no impact on your life. Get a job. Watch what you like. Don't watch what you don't like. And then fuck off. This is a really funny. This was a really funny conversation that I had recently with a wrestler, where they were like, "How do you watch so much wrestling? Like, how do you choose to watch that much wrestling?" I said, "I don't. I don't choose to watch that much, but there are people who do, or some people who feel like they need to watch everything in order to know everything, and it's not the case. It's not how it works. Yeah. And like, some people will forego their enjoyment of wrestling in order to say they watch all the wrestling." But there are ways to keep up with it without watching, you know, 70 hours a week. And these people, like these wrestlers, they're not watching everything. Some are, you know, bless them if they are. But like some are, most aren't. And they look at us and they're just like, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> and they're right. I don't watch any wrestling. I The, the show is background noise. That, that we talked watch. about that too that for many people it is a second screen experience yeah. they asked me they're like how do you watch it i was like i've got two screens in front of me i've got one that is on my my any if i'm doing something else and then i have the wrestling and i have my headphones on and i'm listening and i i focus based on what's going on like so you don't pay like 100 percent attention unless i'm covering a show i am not paying 100 percent attention and i there was another conversation that i had recently where i said uh you know, doing a morning show was probably the best thing I could ever have asked for because I don't care for doing like post-show recaps. I care yeah. about talking about the talking points on the show. And therefore I can tell you, like, I'll tell you flat out. Did I watch the third hour of Monday night raw? No, I saw Hogan on my screen and I was like, wow. Peace out, go to bed. I'll watch fake fan. Yeah. I'll watch the highlights in the morning. Hey. That's what the highlight was. Me not watching. Off. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I ain't watching that, brother. Instead, I was like, I'm a peace out. I'm going to go do my thing and I'll catch it in the morning, maybe. But I saw the high I saw the high spot. And that was it. Fake fan. Fake fan. Good. Fine. You're oh. not a real fan if you didn't sit through that Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest main event. Yes, there you go. You Cancel guys, me. Do you guys have a have a guest coming on today? Other than no. me? Okay. Do you want to do a Q&A with the, with the audience? No, I'm afraid to do that. The, the audience right now is discussing right before we got on the air. This is funny that, of course, I, I mulled over what the hell the thumbnail should be for this show today. And I, I went through three different options. One was, of course, the, the TV deal. And I was like, eh, everyone else talked about the TV deal. And like, I know Jeremy is not going to care in the same way because it's not about, it's not about wow. storyline, which is something we like to talk yeah. about on the show. And then the other thing was, uh, the, the, the CM Punk and Cody Rhodes problem. And I'm like, we're going to talk about that anyway. But like, I think that everything else has kind of played its course in terms of the SEO. So instead I went with the rock and Roman and WrestleMania. 
and the reasons why maybe this could be pushed for another year, given The Rock's new TKO status. Well, of course, the moment that I do that, there's a uh, an article that drops from Justin Barrasso in SI where there's a bit of a conversation about Triple H, uh, his sources close to Triple H, saying that he told Cody that uh, the story might not finish at this year's WrestleMania. So, but it, listen, but you got to pivot. I, it's unfortunate. Like I want to see Cody finally win that title, but you have a very unique opportunity right now. You know, uh, Sports Illustrated. I think they also said that the match is going to be Cody and and Punk. And yeah, Gunther and Rollins. Yeah. So I imagine Gunther wins the Rumble because originally I know that that was supposed to be the match. It was supposed to be Gunther and Rollins at Mania before the whole um, CM Punk thing happened. So I don't know because I haven't read. This, this is the problem with aggregation accounts is that I get I get a two sentence headline of someone saying something. I haven't read the article yet. I haven't had a chance to because we've been talking here. There's a part of me that's like, what if it's a vibe check from WWE? Because we just talked about people giving stories or giving, yeah. you know, concepts to other outlets to report on. What if we're dealing with the vibe check? What if it's just an idea and we're going to see how people respond and we have A, B, and C, and I don't put it past WWE now as it stands with their current creative team to have an A, B, and C for WrestleMania and no firm plan in place other than firm ideas. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a heat check. I'm sure it is. I mean, they do that all the time and, and people don't even know. Like WWE is a PR machine. Uh, they they put stuff out there just to test the waters to see the the gauge and, and how people are going to interact with it. Um, it could be. I mean, that could have been the plan at one point, but I do like what they're doing. Storyline-wise, I mean, we could go into it a little bit. I very much enjoyed what they did on raw and i do like how they are doing aw is doing the same thing too it's not one contender for the title it's everybody gunning for it so right now everybody you know you have seth in the mix you have now gunther possibly in the mix you got drew mcintyre you got cody rhodes you got cm punk you got roman reigns on the other side you got the rock on the other side there's so many moving parts where you want to see what happens next and it's kind of reminiscent of what it was like in 1999 2000 when you had everybody gunning for the titles when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I, I think that I like your point about it being a possible vibe check, Joel. Mm -hmm. Let's see what the reaction is to this. I like the segment on Monday with Rollins saying, I'm going to be mania. I'm going to work through it. Like we're, I'm going to be there to defend this title. And then Gunther coming out because I've, I've said it many times. 
I think whoever wins the Rumble should challenge for Roman. They've done a really great job of making it seem like, you know what? Roman isn't the the guy that needs to be challenged for the Rumble. Punk has a legitimate reason to go after Seth Rollins. Gunther has a legitimate reason to go after Seth Rollins. They're, they've interacted. There's a healthy workhorse respect. And Gunther, even though he is, you know, protect the mat, the mat is sacred, like, he sees an injured champion. He's not going to, you know, uh, cash in an opportunity or something like that. It's like, Hey, if you're going to step in this ring to fight me, that's on you. If you're banged up, you're banged up. I'm still going to put you down. Um, so I like that they added a potential, another potential guy who can win the rumble and then not go after Roman, which I thought would be foolish at first. So credit to them for actually, you know, doing this and making me believe, Hey, if Gunther wins, he can go after Seth. If CM Punk wins, he could go after Seth. I go ahead, Joel. So I'm reading the article. I'm reading. I'm reading Barrasso's article. First of all, he he's a good writer. I've never I've never said that he's not. To me, this feels like a. It's like a Tokyo Sport article, and if people know, they know mm. Tokyo Sport. They they kind of run with the kayfabe while they're maybe reporting something. And this kind of feels that way while I'm reading it. Like this is this is the opening. WrestleMania 40 card taking shape. The Rock is headed back to WrestleMania. Bailey is about to get her moment, and Gunter will soon be a made man. Oh, and one more detail: Roman Reigns is going to keep his seat at the head of the table. And for me, it's like this is opening up as a as a an opinion piece about yeah. WrestleMania and what it could with be, some facts with some facts. And to me, that reads like a Tokyo Sport article where they they present reporting in fact and they say you know, rollins revealed on raw that he has a grade to mtl mcl tear da, 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 da. uh and then they mention gunter and then where does this leave cody rhodes and they say oh, it'll be a marquee matchup with dot 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 cm punk and they go into some reporting and then they they kind of they they move it back and forth so to me i think it feels like a vibe check it just feels like these are these are what we've been told now let's see how people react so if I'm I'm in creative, right, and I'm pitching this, right, and then you're you're gonna say, well, why aren't you going for Roman, right? Why isn't Punk going for Roman? Oh, my, and and I'm pitching this, and I'm the one pitching that they don't go after Roman. My response would be because they're not ready for Roman, and they know it. Nobody's ready for Roman. He's the most dominant champion of the last forty years in this company. Nobody wants to go there because everybody has failed. Every single champion that has gone after him has failed. And I think that that's creative. I kind of like that. But the other element here is, what do you do now with Roman? Who beats him? It's, is it Dwayne? No. No. You're, the guy Dwayne that sits on the board of directors is going to beat him and then hold the title for when? For how long? Well, Roman's going to hold it till September to surpass Hogan. If Roman wins, he's getting to September. You know what's really funny, Jeremy? That was a story that came out that I reported that I never did. <laughs> that he was going to beat Hogan's record. And I was specifically told it's that's not in the plans. When I mean, this is like two years ago when I when I broke the story that um, they're looking to update the history books. You know, they like that. They like to have an updated history book. Um, I don't know if he's going to September. You know, I don't know if that's... If he gets past Mania, he's going to September. So, okay. Like, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in here with the the Roman and Rock stuff. I wanna, yes. I wanna quickly because we started talking uh, about where this could be, and I said in the thumbnail that it could be WrestleMania 41. So this all kind of ties together in the fact that WWE is going to be moving Raw over to Netflix, okay, in 2025. 
WrestleMania 41 would hypothetically be the first WrestleMania on, and this is internationally speaking, on Netflix. So not, it would still be Peacock, I believe, at that point, because 2026 is the Peacock deal ending. Either way, for the international audiences that are affected by the Netflix deal, which include Canada and, and uh, I think parts of Europe as well. And anyway, just for everyone who's affected there, the Netflix deal includes a WrestleMania. I wouldn't be surprised if Rock says, you want to bring big numbers in by WrestleMania time? Put me on the first WrestleMania on Netflix for, you know, on Netflix. That wouldn't surprise me at all if we do that. This is this is what I, I tweeted yesterday after listening to Rock on first take where he was like, I want to do something big. I want to do something that basically transcends wrestling. You know, there's a chance like, you know me, I'm, I'm long term story type of thing. Like it, I got the feeling that Mania 40 wasn't his goal, wasn't what he was thinking. Yeah, he appeared at, at day one and he gave the head of the table line. Unless he comes in at the Rumble and then wins that, I still think he should come out at 30 and everybody just eliminates themselves. Like, up, oh, board of directors is here. We can't touch this guy. Now <laughs> it makes even more sense. Can't touch this guy. He really is the head of the table. Yeah. He really is the head of the table. Yeah, I, I, I think that Mania 41, he's looking bigger picture to that and looking to do a longer build, which would allow Roman to lose at WrestleMania 40 and lose the title. Because as we've always said, this match doesn't need a title, but I do think it, it's helpful if the title is there. Yeah, I mean, 100%. And him beating Dwayne uh would be tremendous with the you know with the title and it's passing the torch really for you know for that family i guess in storyline i i think the here's the other thing the stars need to align for this to happen and with with Dwayne's schedule um it rarely aligns and for whatever reason right now because i guess he's kind of on the outs with hollywood and and you know the xfl is kind of merged in with with uh, the other league what is the usfl US, US, um yeah they I think right now it's more of a PR piece for Dwayne. This is his, I call it the Arnold run, right? He's going based on the Arnold thing. He was the big bodybuilder wrestler, went into acting, became the biggest actor in the world. He became a great businessman. What's the next step for him? Governor of California. Why? California, nice. California, California. What? Uh, so here's the um, other thing about uh, rock and Roman. Someone, had kind of thrown this my way and i was like okay this is interesting what if somehow the rock becomes a special guest enforcer for cody versus roman at wrestlemania not a referee but someone who's on the now we're now we're really you're thinking you're thinking as a wrestling fan you're thinking as i know i am we're all wrestling i I, I know i'm bringing it i'm bringing it back that will not go over uh, but here's the thing it, it's still an appearance from the rock and then the, we talked about this jeremy you and i on monday the next night we talked about it a few times but the next night on monday night raw after roman has lost that title boo's still cheering down on him out comes the rock and he says we're doing it in a year you got one year roman lays the challenge out to the rock and says you know what big dog you want a shot let's do it you have until wrestlemania next year to get yourself in shape totally just tear him apart for for the stuff with jinder how he looked how he's all beat up and blown up and just be like we're doing it we're gonna do it next year big dog if you want this roman should if rock comes out to confront him at the night after wrestlemania raw roman should punch him in the face 
and and watch that man shatter. Let's go, and then not worry about him again. Sure. And then we build to something. But that's I'm looking at the Fightful Select report where we we talked about Rock and Cody Rhodes's relationship and what was said or what wasn't said uh, together before the Rock came out and dropped that head of the table line. And there's there's this interesting note that like. Uh, but it did note it was before his promo and most didn't know about his head of the table line. So there were a lot of people who had no idea that the rock was going to drop this line. And I want to know who, who knew I have to assume triple H knew, but other than that, who, who was in the know here? I don't, I would 100% buy. Nobody knew that rock I, yeah. after being blown up with this, uh, people's elbow and everything. And he's talking about, I'm going to go out on the town and then he's just trying to gauge reaction on this because i didn't even think he was gonna make a head of the table reference i thought he was gonna do his dumb like should i get some pie everybody and i'm like ah ha, ha, rocky uh, there we go. That, that's funny like i think he might have just flipped that right then just to just to see how it played and obviously do you played. remember how we all thought that his promos were so freaking innovative and how how great they were at the time Yes, and then he does time. it now, and you're like, things, things change. Ugh. And by the way, people who are just like, oh, he won't get into the whole point of giving him a year is that he would get into ring shape, lean down, and figure that out. Just because you're 50, 51, getting older, that's never stopped certain people from getting in the ring for better or worse. But if I don't want Dewey leaned out, I don't want him leaned I out. Want him I want him bigger down. than ever. I don't want him leaned out. I, 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 was... I want him in ring shape. I want him at least able to hit a people's elbow without being gassed. Yeah, I, I said I, one day he's gonna be Mark Kerr. You know, you know, how Mark Kerr trained Andrew Zarian. Needles, how, baby. How is he going to play Mark Kerr? Just jacked and without without consequence. I I'm mean, very Rock, interested to see what this looks like with him. You know, we're all gonna end up looking like The Rock. This is this is the future of humanity. You know, we're a giant melting pot now. That's that's what we all look like in a thousand years. It's just you know, Dwayne's. Everybody's a Dwayne. It, it's I, I don't know how he's going to play Mark Kerr. Um, by the way, great documentary, that Super Machine. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Super, yeah, Super Machine, right? Super Machine. I think it was Super, Smashing Machine. Smashing, Smashing Machine. Machine. Yeah, 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 great documentary. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, also, uh, Okada going to NXT, huh? That's a, that's a crazy story. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> he's going to have the best match with Joe Gacy. We're all going to love it. I mean, for, who reported that? that was Monthly uh, Pararezu. Yeah. Okay. I, I I don't know. Listen, is it possible? Uh, anything is possible. But you have probably the greatest professional wrestler of this generation, an established great wrestler in this generation, um, signing with the biggest company in the world, and they're going to subjugate him to – being in nxt and before anyone's like oh they did it to nakamura well yeah they did it to nakamura when nxt was a super indie and they brought in people yeah it was ring of honor, ring of honor. it was ring exactly. of honor yeah I, and, and and i by and large agree with you at the same time i always think about tentpole talent i don't think that okada needs to be a temple talent for nxt but as a way to introduce him to a beginner's audience for a month or two sure i don't hate it i think there's something to be said about the opportunity for him to um just get the camera angles but they're doing that with jade without putting her in front of wwe cameras so like if they give him two months and just be like this is how we do things differently they're not going to quote break him down and build him back up because he doesn't need that man him and nakamura wrestlemania yeah go that, for that it. that would be that would be just my dream match Wait, uh, if nakamura does a rainmaker on saturday in the rumble 
then we can go ahead and, and confirm Okada is coming to WWE. Nakamura broke the CM Punk news, so clearly he knows something. I think the reporting that came from that monthly Pororizu website, maybe someone said it to them in jest and it was just lost in translation. Maybe someone was just so like deadpan and being sarcastic that they ran with it. I don't think they made it up. I think someone told them this. I mean, listen, it's, it's entirely possible, but I think I think the main roster audience would have a better understanding of who Okada is versus uh, NXT. It's a much smaller audience. You're dealing with, you know, 650,000 viewers versus, you know, 1.7 to two two and a half million viewers. Uh, and you want to treat, you also want to have his debut be the biggest thing ever. You want to create top level stars. He debuts in NXT. He's not a top level star to that casual audience i'm still here i'm just reading chat oh, okay. oh i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna tell me i'm absolutely wrong okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm hearing it <laughs> okada and nxt let's go let's do it why not okada and nxt and then okada and tna yeah but Dwayne, Dwayne should go to nxt and have his first match back in nxt he should challenge for the nxt title again. he should no not even that put him on the largo loop put him on the coconut loop have him work against mm-hmm. Uh, against everyone have him do an obafemi match have Ob- have him put over obafemi 20 25 maybe 22 but definitely not 38 year old obafemi that's the match i want <laughs> fantastic now if i if the the uh, the report i don't know what happened with the report they've they do good interviews they clearly they have some type of connections within with uh, Japan, with New Japan, even All Japan, Noah, because they they interview a lot of the talent. So clearly they talk to people who talk to people or talk to people directly, but they've never been known for like breaking anything. This is a pretty big break to like really attach your name to if you're not really certain about it. And I hope for their benefit because I, I don't want them to... They're going to get the backlash if it doesn't happen. And and honestly, rightfully so, because don't say this if it's it's not true and you're not on it. I hope this is not a, we want to be first. We kind of heard this, sure, we think that's enough. Instead of, we heard this, let's double, triple fact check it. Because that, you know, we saw that with the Saudi stuff of like, we want to, oh, I heard this. Is it true? Don't know, but I want to be first on this. That's also a point. I just got a link that Nick Khan was in Jeopardy. Was on Je- yes. Wheel of oh, Fortune. Yeah. Yes, yeah. December two thousand. People are saying that that attributed it, that attributed his victory, his winnings from that. He didn't win the big prize, which is a Caribbean trip. He won sixteen thousand five hundred and fifty dollars, somewhere around there, over sixteen thousand, which people say he then used to parlay into doing. The bar exam, writing the bar, which does not cost sixteen thousand, but just give me, give them rope here, and then create the career that he 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 is a. It was to pay for law school. It was to pay for law school. Yeah, yeah. Well, he look at look at look at that young man, already. young young handsome Persian Nikon. He was writing the book already at that point, the 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 law school book. He said how to survive law school. He had he had already finished, so maybe he was paying off his debts. Yeah, very I gotta possible. tell you, you know, he he really is the MVP of WWE. Oh, dude is gonna go. Yeah, down. You know, when the when that book is written, you know that 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 second half of WWE and how this man transformed that company from a wrestling promotion into, you know, a global entertainment company. Uh, it, it's 
it's very interesting to see what he's done with what Vince did. You know, everything is steps, right? Vince took it from his dad and made it into a national-based company that was on TV. Uh, and, and Nick is transforming this thing into something I, I, unimaginable, really. If you told, you know, promoters from the from the set, late 70s and 80s that in the next 40 years, this is going to become one of the biggest properties in all of entertainment, they would laugh at you. I'm waiting for when Nick Khan leaves this earth and we finally figure out that the ultimate warrior was a giant piece of shit human being. And we renamed the warrior award to the Nick Khan award. And then we also give like a, a, a scholarship with it. Isn't it amazing how we, how we all not, not us, but in general, uh, everybody forgot on what a, what a vile human being that he was. sucks, Andrew. It sucks. And they, they created, and they created a fucking humanitarian award after him. Someone was taking the piss, and yeah. they just went with it. Ugh. It's just like having Hogan on my screen in 2020. Yeah, you know, the Kids Choice Awards, they're going to have a Jeffrey Epstein Award <laughs> next next couple of years. Jesus. That, that, that's coming. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, that- I mean, unbelievable. Uh, it really is... By the way, I'm not I'm not comparing Jeffrey Epstein to uh, the Ultimate Warrior. I just, you know, I know someone is going to tweet me and be like, I can't believe you're comparing the two. Listen, both, both vile people, you know. Warrior was a vile person. He was. He sucked. He just, and he never, he never, and, and you know, it's not like he had like a, like a second coming. He didn't have like, you know, I was so fucking wrong about all this stuff. No one I, is. I, I, all these people like Hogan is still celebrated and he never even said like, Oh, I was really wrong. It was a speed bump in my, there's, there's exact words. It was a speed bump in my career. Racism is a, is a Mount Everest buddy. Like, you know what? And what a hypocrite I am. I'm wearing a Hogan shirt right now. Yeah, so. I, was, I wasn't going to bring it up. I was going to wait for you to bring that back around. Someone in the chat saying, it does seem like warrior realized he was awful towards the end of his life. I don't think he did. I think he was just like, my life is my life. And I lived unapologetically. And that's how he went out. Unapologetic. You know, it's one thing to think a certain way and have a certain philosophy that you live by for yourself. It's another thing to go and, and spew uh, hatred. You know, that that's the other thing. And speak on campuses and, and, and do all that stuff. I, I find that interesting. Like, I know a lot of people that have very different ideologies in life than me. Uh, they sometimes look at my ideologies with certain things and, and they think I'm out of my mind and I do the same with them, but none, it's not like anybody is going and being like, you know what he did, you know, everybody thinks differently. That's just how life is. But when you go and you're so hyper aggressive about stuff and you hear the stories about how terrible he was to people, you know, you, that's why he never stayed his, his entire career path was really, if you really think about it, what was it? 80 88 to 90 in terms of his like superstardom yes yeah it's our, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 two years that's it hogan at least had like 20 some odd years on tv well we can't we can't you know leave out 1998 when he appeared in that in that mirror that's one of my favorite matches of all time so. the man in the mirror the man in the mirror the the, the, the that halloween havoc that halloween havoc match that's uh, just <laughs> One of my favorite, one of my favorite wrestling. WCW moments, and my laptop is dying. So when it dies, I'm 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 gone. I'm I'm officially dead. Um, <laughs> that's how one of my works. favorite. That's how it works. I, I disappear. <laughs> um, my one of my favorites is is that um the Hogan segment in '95 where he was feuding with Kevin Sullivan, 
and he goes into that like weird the water yeah it's cold Cold. it's not hot no it's not hot not hot it's not it's cold why did he say that why did he say that he needed he was he thought it was gonna burn him yes hey he thought he he thought the water was gonna burn him and he goes it's not hot oh such good shit so good andrew zarian that is Oh, I love, and that is and that is what you call an actor yes i love the dungeon and doom shit love it my favorite match i'll always say it. doomsday cage match the alliance to end hokamania against hogan and savage the triple cage the the z-man was in there uh, no the zeus. z-man's with us here yes yeah, well zeus, I'm, zeus I'm the, I'm the real. they didn't know the rules and shit like they tried to escape and then Hogan's like, oh, shit, we got to go back and pin him. So he jumps back in the cage to pin. Oh, just peak, peak nonsense. Love it. So yep. good. Triple, it it, it, it kind of reminded me when they. 95, yeah, baby. It, yeah. That's Fantastic. Shit right there. Fantastic. I'm a triple cage guy myself. 2000 represent. Yeah, the the ready to rumble cage. Yes, I love that as well. They did that three God. times. They had the, they felt the they need did. to bring that back multiple times. Well, that shit was innovative. WWE should use that. Cowards. We've been waiting, man. But the the old school Hell in a Cell on top of the original cage on top of a I don't know the 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 cage the that they use the shark cage or even the cage yeah. that they use for war games. They already have the parts. They just have to stack them on top of each other and make them structurally yeah. sound. I want this so bad. I want to need it. Oh, that that was this was a Chamber of Horrors match for the electrocution switch. Oh, Abdullah, Abdullah got electrocuted. Yeah, that was one of the first like pay per views I I rented from like Blockbuster. I would just go. This (laughs) we did get a super chat a little while back from Chitown's first. The WWE is a public company. The stockholders are more important than whatever story they've been trying to tell. And it's yep, they don't give a shit. They uh, listen. This this is and I'm and I'm saying this in the most truthful of ways. WWE's main goal is to serve the shareholder. That is the main goal of any business that serves the public in any way. That is a publicly traded company. Their main goal is not you. McDonald's does not give a shit about you. They give a shit about the investor and the stockholder. You are collateral damage uh, as far as how they think. They have to appease you to some extent because the shareholders expect that. But – Everything's bottom line. You know, somebody, I saw somebody tweet like, well, maybe WWE won't release talent anymore. I'm like, no, what are you kidding? If they could have, if WWE could be a five man crew every night, they would run that. That's what they would do. They would. Anything to make a few bucks, you do it. And that's why like talent also from a, from a cycle perspective, like talent comes in and out. That's just the way it is. I, I, I said this um, to myself and I don't know if I, 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 I hope it doesn't get lost in the shuffle when I explain it, but like Dolph Ziggler gets released because Austin theory is around and that's not a shot at either man. It's just that it's how you are perceived on the totem pole. It's how you are presented on television and how you are cast for a television program. G- people saying, you know, GYV, GYV, why didn't Grizzled Young Vetch have a bigger uh, have a bigger spot on WWE TV? Yes, I understand. GYV, fantastic tag team. They had a great, they have a great gimmick and it works. You know what else WWE has that fills that gimmick? Rollin' Brutes, or at least they did at the time. And that's not to say that one team is better than the other in the ring or that one team was better presented. It was just they picked those three guys and presented them with Sheamus uh, as the guy at the helm as that character, as those brawling 
international talent who didn't give a shit. And that's what GYV was. And then they tried something else with GYV. They didn't like it. They wanted to become GYV. So they went and took a bet on themselves and now they're doing well. And that's great. That's, that's wrestling. You are working. If you're on television, you are working for the character that you fit in with on television. Everyone has said it. It is a cog in, in the machine. The machine is giant. The machine is, is never ending. And the wrestlers are just cogs. Yeah. And it's it's sad, but it's the reality that even the wrestlers know. They know that it's like, all right, you swap me out. Somebody else comes in. There we go. Where the next person is basically up. Like, I get it. There are certain people who are more important to that machine. But WWE certainly feels like, no, we got this person here. Why do we need this person? Hey, Aunt, Viv. Aunt Viv, why do you look different all of a sudden? That sometimes recasting happens. So that's wrestling. Listen, you know, it's, it's an interesting concept. Like if the NFL ever were to go public or the NBA, they're no, no longer serving the audience. The game will change indefinitely because you're serving the shareholders. That it's, it's, it's a very different world. Once you start becoming, when you're a publicly traded company, AW serving the audience. That's that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. WWE serving the shareholders. It's it's. I'm not saying one is better than the other. It depends, you know, how you look at it. But it's a very interesting time for that company. And, and it is that very strange. That's why people yeah. should be happy. There's competition, and that's why if yeah. we come on here and we say anything about you know anything about AEW or WWE and some or TNA or whatever that you don't like, guess what? We we like these companies. We want them. <laughs> to operate at a higher plane than they do. We want them to see success. We want the talent. We want them, we want them supported. So Joel, you you would know this or Jeremy, how many active wrestlers are there in North America? Too many. Oh gosh. I, I what was the number? It was, well, actually, let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. How many active wrestlers are on TV, you know, with, between the two big companies or three big companies? Oh, they're, it's got to be well, like there's 200 in AEW alone. So, yeah. So let's say 400, right? It's got to be upwards of that. Yeah. 500, I think 500? Like 500, so, yeah. 500 across the North American television. Yeah. Let's, let's go with that. Let's say, yeah. let's go with that number, right? Why would anybody that is a fan of the sport want one company to, to disappear and have 50% of the workforce in that industry be out of work? Because these are people who lived at a time when WCW didn't exist and TNA wasn't as big as it became for a short amount of time. Yeah, that's actually a great answer. That's, that actually is a fantastic answer. When you're the only game in town, the only game in town is what you know. And when something else comes in and threatens your favorite childhood memory or your favorite, you know, childhood fandom, you get a little just, you know, you, you, you protect it a little bit more. Protect. You become more protective about it. Yeah. I see people saying they are fans of the sport. I, I think they're still fans. I just think that some people don't think logically about why it's important to have different places where people can work and people can wrestle. You think about it, like becoming a wrestler is like the the worst job you can have in entertainment. It's pretty friggin' bad. You can lose the job like yeah. that. You're working your ass off for little pay. You're hoping for a contract that doesn't always pay off. And like there are, it's just a, it's not a great job. 
but you work hard because it's creative and because you're passionate about it and because you want to make you want to make your life around this passion it's the same thing with what we do what i love in the ways to become a much bigger show that sees you know financial gain and opportunity for growth and we can expand and all that we're in our infancy but like we're seeing that growth do i want to see us grow to that point absolutely i've said this before us and busted open are really the only like morning programming that exists in the wrestling sphere here once a week we don't no no we're 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 we're, we're closer we're, i love your show but no I, wrestling observer live is also once a week in the mornings but nobody knows that <laughs> news to me <laughs> but the it was news to you it's us it's us and busted open how's that it's us and busted yeah. open and i want you to tell yeah. your friends that we exist if your friends are only listening to busted open because once and, 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 I, and i love this show i love that yes. there's an avenue for this i i turn it on in the morning and it, listen i'm on it every every you know week now a couple times but that's because because I, I I love hearing you guys talk, and I love you know having that conversation with you guys. Uh, it, it's a it's a fun thing for me to do, and I think that's that's the interesting. You need diversity. You need something different for everybody that caters. To, I can listen to Busted Open right now, but I don't. You can always catch the clips. I catch the clips. I tune it in every. I tune in every now and then. Uh, you know, Denise hosts that show too. Uh, you need, you need a variety of different options and that's, and that's fine. Having a variety is great. We're not back like we're radio. We're not in the radio wars where you're competing against the same thing. There's on-demand programming. Now you can watch any time you want talking about Canada, Joel. First of all, uh, I want, um, I watched the Blackberry movie on the plane. Oh, have you seen it? No, I still have to see it. I used to love Blackberry, man. Dude, it is, uh, Glenn Howell. Right from Always Sunny. Uh, sure, he's he is even more. Deri- you don't watch Always Sunny. I I, I don't remember names right now. <laughs> okay, uh, Dennis and Always Sunny. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. He he is even more deranged in this in this movie. He is out of his mind. It is such a great, very unique film. Uh, you know, low budget movie, but fantastic. Uh, and he tries to buy. I think the Pittsburgh. He, he tries to buy the Pittsburgh um, Penguins and move them to, I think, like Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. That was always the talk was moving a, a secondary team out of, or into Toronto, but into outside of Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, outside of Toronto. He wanted to do that. I thought it was so fascinating. The movie was great. Um, and I learned a lot about Waterloo. <laughs> yeah. That's where the vampires hang out. Yeah, that's about as good as it gets with Waterloo, by the way. Uh, and you, do you know, do you know that quote? He quoted that crazy man. Doing the interview? Which one? Okay, dude, this is the best thing. You and I'm gonna leave after because my battery's dying. Um, there's a clip of it's like it's like a, a street interview, okay? And this random Greek man walks up, and he starts just rambling about how he's a loser, and they won't even look at him. And then he goes, "I'm from Waterloo, where the vampires hang out." And he goes, no, I, I can't do it justice. Steve Spiros, easygoing. That's how he introduces himself. It's the most deranged thing I've ever seen. So many great clips. And Jason Howell, I think that's his name. Jason Jason Howell? Jason Agnew? No, that's live audio wrestling. Um, <laughs> Dennis from Always Sunny quotes him and starts to scream. It's so good. I pop so big on the plane. I have to watch um, Also, talk about Canada. This was my point. Oh, Dennis I discovered is Glenn Howerton, by the way. Glenn Howerton, not Jason Howell. Who the yeah. hell is Jason Howell? I don't know who Jason. Oh, are you thinking of like Jason Powell? You're like trying to Jason Agnew, Jason Powell, uh, Josh Nason. Just 
Makes Josh Nason. Yeah. What you said, Dennis uh, from Always Sunny. I was like, oh no, that's Glenn Howerton. I know that one. Jason Glenn Howerton, Glenn Podcaster. Who is yeah, it? Jason, Jason Howell. Yeah, Jason Howell. That's where it is. He he was on uh, Twit. Yeah, that, that's yeah, all I know. Jason. Okay. Howell. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Jason. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um. Live audio wrestling. I discovered it because it was on. It was a first on demand on demand pro wrestling radio show. It was a podcast before podcasts were anything in 1998 with Jeff Merrick, Dan Le- Dan the Mouth Lebransky, and Jason Agnew. I remember these guys. I do. On Mojo Radio, AM 660, I think, or AM 640. 640, yeah. And the show, 640, and the show went on after, uh, right after the show. We spoke about this. It was called Cloak and Dagger. Yes. It was a conspiracy show that went off the air after (laughs) 9-11. I remember this. Oh, God. Yeah, man. You'll never meet another person from New York that knows so much about Canadian radio. There you go. Getting into law after the uh, the Montreal Screwjob. I met Jason Levine. That's what I meant. That's you meant was uh, Jason Levine. Just making okay, great. Yeah, wonderful. That's why. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> All right, boys. Jason. Too many Jasons. Too many. Uh, All right, I got to get back to work. All right, Good thank, you, thank you, Andrew. Love you too, Pat. Bye, buddy. See you soon. See if the heart will show up. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> burns out his laptop battery just for us spends the first hour with yeah. us what a good what a good boy bless andrew zarian always bless fun to have him around especially he's in nice LA at this hour my god nice eyebrows andrew zarian very nice eyebrows <laughs> i love that nick Khan and stephanie manham told him this now every time I'm just, i see him every time he pops up on the stream now first thing i'm going to say to him is nice eyebrows you know what i want i want to meet stephanie mcmahon and nick Khan, present a photo of the of, of andrew zarian and be like What's your first take on this guy? And Nick Khan will be like, oh, I remember him. I told him he had nice eyebrows because Nick Khan like has some sort of photographic memory. I don't understand it. The the McAfee show, when he told the story about helping uh, Pat's wife get into a show because she didn't have her tickets. And then later on, yeah. Pat McAfee's wife being like, oh, it's so nice to meet like years later. Being like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And Nick Khan be like, oh, no, we met before. I helped you. Da, 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 da. And she was like, oh, oops. <laughs> Some people got memories of just the the most random things, and I mean, Nick Khan just I'm, I'm sure has one of the greatest memories. Just everything he's uh, he's accomplished. But me, like I can't remember anything. But then, like if you ask me about what some wrestler said in a nondescript interview two years ago, I can recall the wrestler and what show they were on. But like, oh yeah, he's already he said that this this already happened type of thing. My my memory when it comes to stuff that I've listened to. That's where it excels. Otherwise, I'm sure. Nah, just here to compartmentalize everything. Uh, how about comp- compartmentalizing? Because I got words today. A thumbs up here on the channel. And subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooks. Don't need a super chat if you want to get your question statement right on the air. We bring up stuff from time to time. But if you want to support us financially and make sure that we pay our people, let's uh, let's do that. I threw up a new short. You want to help us topple, bust it open. Give us all your We're going to do it. We don't have the Bully Rays and the Tommy Dreamers and the Mark Henrys and the Denise Salcedos and the... Oh my God, they have a star-studded lineup. They have a under Rosa. Jesus Christ, they got Tony Khan every week. My God, Uh, Tony Khan hasn't been on the show in forever. Oh, probably because somebody said something. (laughs) It's been a long time since Tony has been on that show. That used to be a weekly staple, and I'd listen to it every week. But Tony hasn't been on that show in forever. They got like producers and stuff. They got people who are actually like wrangle these guests and whatnot. Me. I'm DMing CNBC news anchors like, hey, want to come on this wrestling morning show to talk about the WWE Netflix deal? What's it like? I don't have people to do this for me. (laughs) What's it like getting left on red all the time? 
Yeah, yeah. Look, man, you get it. I always say I will shoot these shots. I do not care. Like I, the worst thing they're gonna say is no, or they're not gonna message me back, and that's fine. That's okay. I doesn't bother me at all. I I would like to give consistent guests on the show. I think everybody knows that. Sometimes we ask. Sometimes scheduling doesn't work out. I legitimately did reach out to somebody at CNBC and was like, hey. Do you want to come on the show today to talk about this? Didn't hear an answer. Maybe they'll go back to me today and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I missed this. Can I come on later on? Who knows? You never know. But you, you won't know unless you actually ask these questions. I keep telling people when I when they ask me about In the Weeds and they ask me about how the show operates and, and I tell them similarly to what Jeremy's saying, I say, one of the things that like I want, one of my goals is just be us to have a consistent 5K viewership on our episodes and that's a while away like we're we're just under a thousand per episode depends on the news today's episode will do well that's great and i really appreciate y'all hanging out but like when we get to that point where we're, where we're busting out five thousand per episode then that's that's my next metric that's what i want i don't want to just start a you know one caper and then the point to that is that we can start getting our guests understanding like we are a legitimate show in a very niche world that continues to grow uh, and then why sold asking if we've had brandon thurston on yes he has been on the show unfortunately it was also a week that i missed i wasn't there for that episode SP3. yeah sp3 was yeah. with me that for that so one. i i had missed that i was traveling that day so yeah, he's he's been on. There have been uh, a lot of really great guests that have come around so far, and we'll continue getting great guests. We we're given talking about exclusives, you know, to a, to a lesser degree. You know, no offense, we're not CNBC, but like, uh, you know, the Jay Chung ring announcer TNA thing, like that was something that was given to us by TNA. That was something that was was an opportunity for us to have something fun and have a good a good conversation with the TNA talent that was undertaking a new uh, full time role. When we get stuff like that, that's great. We'll keep getting stuff like that. So that's where I'm at with uh, our growth right now. It feels good. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's uh, let's touch on Raw. We talked about the the Rock and Roman stuff. Do you want to start with Gunther and Seth, or do you want to go to Punk and Cody and really rip that up? Not rip it up, but really talk about it. I know you're going to be talking about it with Steven Jensen oh jensen's already dedicated the entire 90 minutes i'm not saying a word on tomorrow's show everybody so if you want my opinion on cody and punk this is the show because i'm gonna set up jensen tomorrow and he's gonna be like all right here we go i'll give everybody a scoop a spoiler a little bit let's go steven jensen i think appreciated and didn't totally hate cm punk's portion wow yeah i'm gonna troll him i'm gonna bait him 100 percent. like I'm, I'm i'm completely maybe i maybe i that was a bad spoiler because now people are gonna be like oh wait he's like he might actually like this i think people tune in for jensen raging about it so i'm i'm 100 gonna bait jensen about it so i'll bring the rage out of him don't worry there you go. Tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. Eastern over on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Check out. Shit, I got to get up early. You got to get up early for that show. You all made the decision yeah. to do that. I don't know. Well, I guess because of Jensen's schedule, but oh, yeah, go ahead and do that. Schedule. Uh, so basically tomorrow, if you want the Weekender podcast uh, on a free tier, you're going to get it. Because if you, the, the, my favorite part of the Weekender is just the Steven Jensen uh, train of thought, just the stream of consciousness <laughs> as he's as he's reading results and giving his thoughts. That is just the best voice in my head on a Sunday or Monday morning. <laughs> oh, let's go. Let's go. All right. So Punk, Punk and, Cody. Punk and uh, Punk and Cody. 
Punk and Cody, right? People loved it. Oh, are you, are you a hater? No, actually, I, I, I actually really enjoyed the promo. I really liked that they they didn't go there. We we talked about it. Are they going to do an AW reference? No, they didn't even touch it. They they really made it feel like CM Punk has been just cast off into the void for the last ten years, and nothing happened to him. They bring up the pipe bomb promo as if that was the last big thing he did. Uh, I like this. I like this. I like that they're they're drawing parallels to each other and making sense of it. I like that they're giving you, again, we talk about the vibe check on the SI article. That's what this was. This was a vibe check for how badly do you want to see CM Punk and Cody Rhodes down the line? And of course, everyone did. Uh, and you can get more heated. But as a first run, this went really well. They didn't take unnecessary shots. It felt like two guys who had a a story behind each other and introduced you to that story without introducing you to like the wrestling only side of it. what do you think of this? Cause this, I, I liked it. I thought it sucked. I was waiting for that so hard. <laughs> don't, don't troll me like you are Jensen. Tell me your honest thoughts. People are going to get mad at my honest thoughts. I don't want people. I don't want people mad at me. <sighs> I think Dusty Rhodes entrusting his kid with CM Punk says all you need to know about his parents. Well, we already knew that. Any <laughs> Dustin Rhodes article or interview will tell you that. Uh, I think uh, I think that Punk referencing Dusty, all the dusty reference just don't do anything for me. I'm sorry. Like they, they just don't like, Oh, I had a tie with dusty. Like, cool. It seems like everyone did. And everyone uses this against Cody. Even Cody has said it just like, I don't want people constantly referencing, constantly referencing my dad. Like I, I didn't, I, I didn't like that portion of it. I liked Cody's portion. I thought Cody, I won't say this tomorrow. I'll give a completely different take tomorrow, everybody. I thought Cody murdered this man on the mic. Straight gassed him. Just 10-7. Punk got the bigger reaction. But like 10-7, maybe a first round knockout. I thought Cody's point when he brought up the pipe bomb and was like, you said all this, I did all this. A lot of people have made that point. Like Punk said all this and yet, Cody is the one who actually left and tried to create and build something on his own and succeeded and then came back a bigger star because I loved that Cody brought that up. I thought Punk's portion. Eh. They played safe. They played safe, but that was okay. Again, for a first encounter in 10 years, this was great. They haven't seen each other in 10 years. They've they haven't shared a ring together. They haven't been near each other. They they've been, they've both been in in cryogenics for the last 10 years. So it made well, I didn't mind I didn't mind that like they they didn't do the AEW inside references. Yeah. I expected it, but I was f- totally fine. The fact that they did it without making these little references I think shows uh, th- this is going to sound bad, but like shows the level of maturity in WWE promos because in AEW they will do the cheap shots and get the cheap pops off of it. And it works. It works in that setting because it's, it's good to reference history. 
and everything. Like, I think for the companies themselves, it works. For WWE, it works to not do that stuff. And for AEW, it works to do that stuff. But I think when it comes to WWE, it's a little bit tougher to not do that. That's the easy thing to do. You could easily point to the AEW stuff. And neither of them really did that. You know, Punk said the, I can separate business from personal and people took that as an AEW reference. You can take, you can spin anything to an AEW reference if you, if you want to do it. If you want to, you know, there's enough history between these two of what they did in AEW. Like, is that an AEW reference? Oh, but I, I thought, I thought that, uh, I thought that, Cody was very good. I thought Punk was there. CM Punk, while you were giving your thoughts on mixed martial arts, I was climbing up the rankings in every single sport of wrestling you could think of, and the rankings mattered to me, damn it. So I kept on building up those rankings, and I did everything I could. And what were you doing? You were talking about everyone else's rankings but your own. Uh, no, I didn't expect them to. Okay, we talked about them bringing up AW. I didn't expect them to bring up AW, and this just further kind of uh, solidifies the feeling that punk is not like he's not, he doesn't want to do that. And of course you talk about the NDAs involved and that, if that, if that plays into it, sure, that's another thing, but they don't necessarily need to bring up AEW because we talked about this on Monday. They didn't, they didn't interact in the short amount of time in which they overlapped in AEW. So what's the point? What does it accomplish? You're going to, you're going to talk about things that you weren't necessarily there for. Well, yes, but you know, Cody Cody has said in interviews, you know, the the after Brawl Out, he said he said that, you know, that wasn't the spirit of what we had created with All In. He lost the he, the spirit was lost on that. Cody's still friends with the Bucks. He still talks with the Bucks. Could have easily dropped some type of reference there. There were a lot of easy ways to go with this like again cody could have brought up like we were both over there you crushed the spirit over there and again first uh, and again first round between these two we can keep that in mind as we talk about it well yeah i mean if this is the the wrestlemania program as reported by sports illustrated then they're gonna have a lot more rounds so get ready for a lot more dusty references everybody i hope that they do not go back to more dusty references i understand why you're not into it and i I kind of fall on that too i don't need i don't need dusty to be implicated in every single cody rhodes promo ever for the rest of my life as a setup promo i'm gonna let it slide as long as it's not it's it's just like I, i this is a little different but on nxt everyone wants to talk about how lola vice shakes her ass on instagram that's literally every single promo from a woman to Lola Vice talking about how they worked hard while she shook her ass on Instagram. And I have no, no doubt in my mind that Valerie Lareda is saying, no, no, you can say it because then more brains will come to my Instagram and give me money. Whereas with Cody, it's like, no, you can bring up my dad because it's his legacy. Da, 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 let's do this. As long as you don't use it for every single promo or every single program, I will let it slide. And this was their first, again, this was their first, I think for a first planned interaction, this was good. This felt like this felt like their version of a presidential debate, which made me laugh so hard. 
<laughs> Those tattoos, man. I didn't realize CM Punk had this tattoo behind his ear. Oh, he's always no yeah. idea. He's always had that. No. Look, I don't pay attention to this stuff. It's not as prolific as Cody's. Cody, of course, you can't miss that damn thing. Uh, but I don't pay attention to the Punk has this behind the ear tattoo. But geez, these people, bless them with their 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 tattoos and what they're going for here. Just too too much. Uh, but that look, the face off, the face off was it was good. It was good. It was effective. It sold. I thought it did a good job of selling the rumble which was the goal, right? That was the goal, ultimately, of this promo. Not to sell so much Cody versus CM Punk, which could happen down the line, but the goal was to sell the Rumble. And I thought they did a good job of selling the Rumble and why they both want to win it and why they both are willing to go, like, how they're willing to go through each other to get it. Like That, that was the purpose of this promo, and I thought it did accomplish that. I got more excited for the the Rumble because of this. And like, ooh, Cody winning, Punk winning. I got way more excited for Gunther winning after him confronting Seth uh, than, than either of these two. But I liked it. It was good. Cody won. Tomorrow, I will tell you CM Punk won. If you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> really, no one will say it. But if you really think about it. Cody and CM Punk were right. Yes, that's right. We were right. Never forget that Cody solved racism, as they say in the chat. That's right. Never forget. Rules. Anyway. Bless that, Cody. Good. It was a good opening salvo for these two. And yeah, let's see. Let's see where it goes. Let's see if the SI reporting has any merit to it in terms of, you know, Punk and Cody. It's certainly, again, there were so many moments last night that it was either a vibe check or it was a replanning for WrestleMania because Seth Rollins comes out. We all expected Seth to uh, have Damian Priest involved somehow. And no, instead Gunther comes out with Imperium. When I saw the rundown for Monday Night Raw and I saw that the Imperium New Day match was next, I was like, I wonder because you knew the match was coming. They try to kind of move. That rolled. I'm just jumping in. And, and it was good. And I, and again, I was like, they That's normally try to flow everything in the first, you know, half hour, 45 to get you invested in the rest of the show. And that's what happens. Seth comes out. He confirms the reporting from FIFA Select originally about his, uh, his MCL tear or sorry, his MCL injury and his meniscus tear. And then he says, I thought I would be out for WrestleMania. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, he's, he's fine. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's fine, but like, he's going to compete. They're going to do a time off thing, which is great. Uh, instead, out comes Gunter and they go back and forth. Was this something you expected? Was this something that you enjoyed? Cause I, I can tell you the promo. I very much enjoyed that as well. I didn't expect Gunther to come out. Um, I really, I, I said it while Aaron was on. I really love this. I love that Gunther one praised Seth. Of like, you know, you, you've been the workhorse, but you've run yourself down, buddy. Unlike me, who I've been doing the same thing, but I'm still in tip-top shape. So, you know what? When I win the Rumble, I got a lot of respect for you. I got a lot of respect for that title. And I'm going to take it from you. Because if you are dumb enough to show up and face me while injured, you're going to get this ass beating that you deserve. He didn't exactly say that, but, you know, largely. That, that's... That's what he said. And again, I, it, I, as much as I've been saying, Roman has got to be the guy you challenge if you win the Rumble. Once again, 
if Gunther wins. I'm like, ah, he's it's there for Seth now. There's an actual story with Seth. They've done a really good job creating that doubt of like the guy who wins is going to go after Roman. And I like that. And I do like Zarian's point. If you're Paul Heyman, this should be a Paul Heyman point of if you're Paul Heyman and Gunther wins the rumble or punk wins the rumble and they challenge Seth. If you're Paul Heyman, you should be like, there's no challengers left for Roman. The rumble winners, they don't, they don't even want to come to the Island of relevancy because they know how it ends continue to put your guy over in that i think you can tell that story too you know how we could have also circumvented this entire issue with the uh the knee injury and being the reason to go after seth right what's if seth had sold the back injury that's been reported for months and months and months well gunther mentioned the back as well yeah they're they're talking about the the breaking down of seth rollins's body i just it's just funny to me how you know now that he's got the knee injury now now that there is a physical apparatus on him it sells it more he's not gonna wear a back brace he's not gonna do the dalton castle you know wearing the girdle the man girdle thing (laughs) sorry and maybe and maybe they were kind of going that route we don't know we don't know what the plans were before seth got the knee injury and how that may or may not have changed certain things um yeah look they, they set up a lot of stuff going into the rumble i think the favorites are cody punk and and gunther and then, you know, do we get a Brock appearance? Do we get a Rock appearance? And then, it, so here's my question for you, Joel. If this report from SI is true, Cody and Punk, Gunther and Seth, that basically confirms, it basically confirms Rock and Roman, right? Otherwise, what the what's Roman doing? Damian Priest. No, I don't know. You're right. That was the other thing, too, about the article. Someone had mentioned in the chat just being like, what happens to Damian Priest? They brought that up in the article, too. They were like, what happens to Priest? He's still got tag titles. He's also still working on a show. He's still working on something with our truth. Just And this is, again, I, I don't necessarily love that this is the fact, but when you hold the money in the bank, they kind of keep you low low profile while losing on your show. And he's he's very low profile in terms of <laughs> his relation to the world heavyweight champion. And I'm talking this week in the past, he's come out and they've tried to do the, the cash ins and they failed and so on and so forth. But like this particular week and the week before they're starting to do a more our truth and priest story. So do we do a tag title feud? Do we jump out Damien priest and Damien priest holds the money in the bank while he's still in judgment day, or does he do it as a baby face? Suddenly we've never seen a turn while holding the briefcase, have we? Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Maybe Chad will tell us someone else did, but I can't think of a time yeah. where someone won as a baby face and turned heel, or, or actually the other way around is, is more what I'm getting at. Won as a heel and turned baby face while holding the briefcase. We haven't seen that yet. Uh, I would like to see that, but you're right. What do we do? D- does it officially become Rock and Roman if the Rumble it has to. match? It has to because there's no big, there's no other match for Roman that's bigger than than Cody. We there's no other match, and this is this is the problem with having elimination chamber a few weeks later is that we won't know, we won't know a, a, immediately. You will know who wins the rumble, and if they're smart, they'll do a little like you know who are you going to face, and they'll be like I'll find it on Raw, and then when they do that, they immediately announce who's going for the 
going for the the elimination chamber match because they got to set that up almost almost immediately. Well, it doesn't have to be a number one contender thing for elimination chamber. It doesn't have to be, but it should be at that point. Uh, people, people get so married to this idea that like they got to put on a big match for elimination chamber and everything. Like, why won't they do? I saw somebody in the chat earlier say, why not Cody and punk at elimination chamber? Because that's a WrestleMania match. It is. And, and so, uh, my soul was talking about, uh, sorry, Dolph is a heel when he cashed in Lumberto. Hey, I, I, he was still a heel when he cashed in and he was still a heel when he, uh, yeah, he just got a baby face, a match. huge spot because people were waiting, waiting for that. Alberto de Rio sucks. Uh, so yeah, that could you do it in Australia? Yes, but I agree with you. It's a, it is no, a, you're not. I said, let me finish, but it is a WrestleMania match. I am agreeing with you. I'm saying you could do it, but you would be burning a WrestleMania match. It's the same reason you're not doing Rock and Roman at Elimination Chamber. The Elimination Chamber match itself sells that show. That's the point of it. And then Rhea being on there is a big sell for that show logan's supposed to be on that show you do an elimination so, chamber u.s championship match you could possibly do they that did last year and it went well again they, the elimination chamber last year was not uh, a big title match in the chamber it was a u.s title and then it was the number one contendership for the for the raw women's championship or the smackdown oscar won it so i forget what brand she was on i was there uh Smack- bianca was on smackdown i think Anyway, it was a number one contendership for a women's team. No, Raw, because I think Rhea and Charlotte were on SmackDown. Right. So I think Bianca was on and, and going back, by the way, I, if they run back another women's number one contendership match and a uh, U.S. Championship Elimination Chamber match, you would do. The, the, I'm going right back to my to my Bailey thing. I think Damage Control maybe jumps out Bailey going into Elimination Chamber, and they do. Bailey has to win the elimination chamber to get her spots and she takes on all of damage control. Jeff Valley driver saying wasn't Roman and Sammy. Yeah. Like, that was Montreal. Yeah. Like that, that was the venue kind of point. Put that there. There's no uh, Bronson Reed. Sorry. I know he's going after a title, but like the venue put Sammy Zayn in that spot along with the story. There's no, story venue concoction that works uh for to justify cm punk and and cody rhodes or rock and roman in australia yeah and and people are bringing up again the 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 time and the 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 fact that the show starts at 5 a.m eastern and again it's it's hard when i when i'm like oh but you have a sold show in saudi every year and it starts at noon so i get it like it's noon wrestling versus 5 a.m it's a lot different it is it is different therefore the presentation is allowed to be uh tinkered a little bit where a big saudi match is you know it, it's okay because it's midday or when they go to the uk and the show starts at 2 p.m eastern no i get it the the australia show it's gonna be uh, they're gonna be people who are annoyed by the fact that it starts at 5 a.m or 2 a.m if you're over in the in the west coast but like you're uh, some people are just gonna have to kind of get over it there will be a big match or two on that show that people say well why aren't you doing this at wrestlemania or why aren't you doing this at this show and it's reality is like you you gotta do stuff on the card that makes sense it makes it big you've already promoted cm punk that's why i'm a little like maybe punk is in a chamber match or 
Punk would be in a main event match against who? I don't know. And that would be presumably a title match. But if Seth's not going to be going there or Seth's not going to defend at that show, which I wouldn't do it, but also it's not up to me, uh, then I would probably put him what, what would you do you put punk in the in the elimination chamber in what in, why does punk have to wrestle what they're just going to come out and give him a promo yeah i don't like that i don't i don't and again i this goes back to like some people are going to be upset by what they put on the card and yeah listen that would be something that as i upset me but i wouldn't be a big fan of them doing that i think i don't think it's a use of punk's time at that point i'd film something and send it in like that's that's fair but i could see maybe he does not wrestle or maybe he just has a a random singles match i know like not random in the sense like hey here's dominic mysterio you know it's gonna be dominic mysterio um he just has a a match that makes sense to wherever they're going with whatever story he's involved in but it's not it's not a chamber match it's not anything in there let's say the let's say the story is cm punk and Cody Rhodes. Let's we're just we'll go based off of this, okay? Let's say that's it. Why wouldn't you just do CM Punk and Dominic Mysterio? That's what they did with Cody at whatever that damn pay-per-view was. It's like, ah, here's something for Cody to do while he's still feuding with Brock. Here's a Dominic Mysterio match. Why couldn't you just do something like that with CM Punk? Good point. Could. People are asking who's going to be in the chamber. If it's the U.S. Championship, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens, Carmelo Hayes. I wouldn't put Sami Zayn or Bronson Reed in it, but I, I would put Bronson Reed in it, even though he's a raw star, just to have that there. But you don't necessarily need that. But yeah, Logan Paul, KO, Carmelo Hayes. I guess Austin Theory. theory Wall, Waller's got to be in yeah, it. Yeah, so it's Theory and Waller. Uh, yeah, Waller's 100%. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Grayson Waller. Uh, so there you go. There, There's five. Do we have a sixth? Who would be our sixth? Who else was in that title tournament? Bobby Lashley, Escobar. Oh, it would be Escobar for sure. Just put everybody who's in the tournament. Actively, put them in the chamber. You take KO out of it because KO will have just had the rumble, you know, opportunity, and Paul can just be an asshole and be like, "No, I beat you," whether that's legitimately or not. Well, if he beats him. Oh, LA Knight's the other one because you got to get to that Mania match. But then maybe I don't know. Night, uh, LA Knight, like all these people got to take L's in this match. Yes, and LL if and you're Paul. if you're setting up, what? Well, then you get LA Knight and Paul as the final two, and Paul cheats to win, and then Logan Paul's yeah, like, well, I guess so. You know, Nick Aldis, you're the perpetrator of of niceness here. Why don't you uh, give me a title match? Yeah, and they do, yeah, and then that's... Rhea gets the main event. Is what I would do. Uh, not if it's against Naya. I know, like that's a big closing thing for Rhea, but she's mm. over, man. She and, and like honestly, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad about it because Rhea deserves it, and like it makes sense for for that audience and everything. So I would, I would, I would understand that for sure. I would understand. And Gunther's not gonna be there most likely because of green card stuff. <laughs> he's still waiting to get his green card sorted. So unless it suddenly gets sorted in the next six weeks, he ain't leaving the country. So there's no yeah. Intercontinental championship match on that card. That's why you put a U.S. championship elimination chamber match on the card and a women's number one contender. Or I think someone had mentioned, you know, the idea of doing a women's tag team championship elimination chamber match. Well, 
first time ever alarms wwe will run for that you could do that but i still want to see bailey versus all of damage control in the uh the elimination chamber really build her up as that baby face because she's got to dig out from where she started there's options there's options going into elimination chamber i'm not sold that cody and punk is the mania program Me by neither. the way Me I, i'm not sold that gunther and seth is the mania program i like we talked about a little bit earlier i think rock and roman is next year and i i really like zarian's point of like hey you want to do something big your first netflix wrestlemania not in the u.s u.s it's still on peacock but everywhere else this is the first wrestlemania on netflix that everyone has access if you have netflix you do rock there that's gonna draw the attention that's gonna draw the eyebrows and i i think that uh cody and roman i'm not so certain cody wins which so this is, is gonna make people mad so let's hold on so let's go back then let's say this is going again i keep going back to this and i we fought back and forth on this cody rhodes wins the elimination chamber and you put cody and punk in the elimination chamber with bronson reed and fill out the red damien not damien priest but like you fill it out with the other you know four people that you need and the number one contendership comes through that cody rhodes wins his way in after getting screwed out of uh not getting his spot okay there you go cody rhodes wins the elimination chamber all right what, what does this have to do with cody and roman we get that's how we get to cody and roman is cody wins the elimination chamber and calls a shot against roman okay and then roman beats him does he though i just said he did i don't know about that I think it'd be hilarious. Well, that's not what we're doing here. It's not an exercise in comedy, Jeremy Lambert. <laughs> Cody, Cody loses again. And then I don't know what happens because Roman's just going to keep holding the title. See, I, I think Rock and Roman, I, somebody brought it up uh, earlier of like, oh, isn't this what we get mad about AEW for? Like not capitalizing on the big matches when they have them two points to that one aw's got these people under contract compared to the rocks got the most insane schedule in the world so just because wwe couldn't do rock and roman last year for reasons i'm not giving aw a pass because they wouldn't pull the trigger on swerve and cm punk when they were both under contract or or cm punk and danielson when they were both under contract two yes i completely like, this was the i i yeah i completely agree with you in that if you have rock and roman you should probably do it now because you don't know the other what could happen in a year like you you just don't and so it's better to just go ahead and while you know you got it locked in, while you know both people are free, get to the match and do it because people are going to be excited for it regardless. You don't need, you know, Rock wants to do like big spectacular storytelling where he's only going to show up twice and Roman only shows up three times. Like you don't need this big spectacular story that goes on for a year when, especially if Roman is the champion, all we're going to be like is like 
Well, he ain't losing this damn title before he faces Rock at WrestleMania. That's why you don't do it with the title. That's why you set the match up at the Raw after Mania after Roman has lost the title. I agree. I'm just trolling when I say Roman should beat Cody because it's fun. Of course. Me. And then you get people in, you know, fake engagement. Thank you, Bully Ray Lambert over here. <laughs> Bully Ray actually like believes the stuff he says, I think. I don't know about that. Sometimes I think Bully is just playing the game too. Oh, man. Bless him. Bless him. That's right. He's the He is the chaotic opposite of uh, Tommy Dreamer when it comes to that. I, I would do if you're not doing rock and Roman this year, and I do think you should, if you have it, if you're not, I would do Cody and Roman and I would have Cody win. And then I would, I would do rock and Roman for the year build. And then Cody's the champion and he finishes his story and he's not lying to a bunch of little children and WWE 2k. He can't be in 2K25 if he doesn't finish his That's story. That's right. He's packing up. I'm done. I'm not going to do He's going to go back. He's going to go to Wembley. He's going to be at All In. 80,000 people are going to chant, whoa, and then he's going to lose to Samoa Joe or something. What if he just, like, quits? Just What if he, like, he loses? He loses at 40. He gets hit with another rubber chicken cheesesteak. And then he comes out the next night on Raw and he's like, I'm a failure. <laughs> Just sad Cody Rhodes. You know, the music hits and he's and it's it's everybody's waiting for the version. whoa. It's the acoustic version of Kingdom. Yeah. The emo version. It, they wait for the whoa and Cody just doesn't even have the energy to do it. He just head down the entire way. And he's like, guys, I promised you I was gonna finish my story. I told you that I was going to bring the championship home. I told you that I was going to be the first Rhodes to win the title. I said it over and over again. I was going to finish the story. Triple H told me the story never finishes. And you know what? He, he is right. The story of me winning the WWE title I don't know if it's going to finish. So now I'm going to finish a different story. My story with WWE is over. I'm stepping away. I am no longer going to be part of WWE because I have failed all of you. I'm like George R.R. Martin. I promised you, <laughs> promised you that Game of Thrones book. And I never finished the story. And so I'm now... Yeah, he comes out with the black hair. Yeah. He did that shit as a Superman <laughs> reference to pop himself. <laughs> and no one cared. No one got it. He thought it was so awesome. Everyone's like, oh, AEW AW fans are such nerds. They'll get it. And everyone's like, huh? <laughs> I love this man. Yeah, he comes out with the black hair again. And he's like, I just... I can't finish my story. So it's time for me to find a different line of work. Clearly, I'm a terrible author. And then he just walks away. No, he doesn't. Oh, he's, he's like, I'm starting a new venture. From today forward, it's no longer about finishing the story. It is about completing my narrative. Yeah. He just walks away. He replaces 
Kevin Patrick on the SmackDown commentary team, and he just does SmackDown commentary every every week with old Corey Graves, and Corey Graves is just fucking needling him the whole time. And then we set up Corey Graves and Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 41. Oh, there we go. Poor sad, poor sad <laughs> Mick Foley vibes right there. Oh no. <laughs> That's it. Cody, I want Cody to lose and then come out and admit he's a failure. And then I don't care what he does. He would just, just he would just declare for the next presidential election. That's all that would happen. Just tell the people you let them all down and then just go off and, and go be depressed. Then I want weekly updates. I mean, not weekly. It's too much. I just want updates on Cody going to his house, vignettes. He's like, what's up, guys? Good to see you, Cody Rhodes. I've been hanging out on Twitch a lot lately. Me and my dog, Pharaoh. Yeah, yeah. It's like a day in the life of Cody Rhodes as he's no longer a wrestler. Brandy's there getting all pissed at him. Why the fuck don't you get a job? Why don't you go out and make something of yourself? My wife wants me to work at the yoga studio, but I just can't. I just, I love it. The chat's like completely not paying attention to us. God bless. He does. He does the, uh, the, uh, you know, office parks and rec, like cut in the, the, the solo shots, uh, whatever they call those. The, the, talk the diary. Head. Yeah. The diary. Yeah. The diary shots. And he's like, I really love my wife and spending time with her. It's so great that I get to be home even more with her now that I'm not a wrestler. And then it cuts to Brandy. It's like, I'm tired of this bitch hanging out all day, eating all this food that I'm cooking. Brandy. What, what are we, when are we doing shot of Brandy again? When are we bringing that back? I got a yoga studio to run. I'm trying to take care of this baby. I don't need Cody Rhodes in here. He's supposed to be out here making more money for us on the WWE run. What are we doing with this bus? This bus doesn't pay for itself. This is what I need. I need I, roads to the top. Bring it back in this similar fashion as a weekly show on WWE. Weekly, just five-minute clips as Cody has failed. It's like uh, when Ben from Parks is Rec, he, he failed out of it. He got fired from the job or whatever, and just he created the Cones of Dunshire game. And it was just – and Amy Poehler, or character, Leslie, was like – what have you been doing with your time all day? What is happening? All right. There I've booked co I've booked the next year for Cody. Yeah, we'd have to get the interview. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Sad Cody Rhodes. That's just how it starts. Anyway, uh we got we got nine minutes left. And we have more time than that. Well, I know. Do we wanna uh, are you yeah do you have hell yeah <laughs> the stop right stop motion like, look what i did look what i did stand and i spent 12 hours on this and it's like two seconds of video <laughs> gonna be a big big stop motion youtuber oh so good so good this is what we need this is what we need i'm all for it uh, we've booked cody i've got it figured out you're welcome Old Coatster. Poor sad Cody. He gets visited by Ricky, but he's got they all blur out his face and everything. Uh can't be shown on WWE TV. But uh Starks shows up, tries to give him some encouragement. QT's there, also face blurred out. Um yeah, he gets visited just all his friends, and but they gotta blur out all their faces because they all work for different companies. Nobody in WWE visits him. 
by the way. He doesn't get any visits. Oh, he's not he's not important anymore. He didn't finish the story, so he doesn't get any visits. That's what happens. <laughs> Ricky might be world champion by then. I hope so. I hope Would so. be nice, wouldn't it? I like Ricky Starks. <laughs> I do. Uh, hey, do you have Netflix? Uh, allegedly. I do not. I'm going to have to really? get it next year. Although, so, <clears throat> so for the Canadians out there, the raw Netflix deal is scary because all WWE programming is going to be on Netflix in 2025. Uh, raw SmackDown and NXT. Whereas in the U S it's just raw for Netflix and then USA gets SmackDown and the CW gets NXT. Great. Wonderful. The WWE side of things on Sportsnet in Canada is what? $15 a month. Pretty affordable right now. If you want Netflix in Canada, it's 1695 for the like mid tier, the standard tier. Okay, fine. That's that's okay. And then they're going to jack up those prices by then. I'm scared, Jeremy. But that's going to be the only way that I can watch wrestling on on or WWE from there. Feels like there's other means to watch the wrestling. Nah, I don't want to watch wrestling, especially not .LA. <laughs> uh, oh, FIFO should provide their staff with subscriptions. This is a good uh a good uh, I like this. So, I mean, peek behind the curtain. I do get to expense my $5 a month for TNA on YouTube. Oh, really? I do. Oh. I do. That's five bucks a month. I'm pretty sure no one's, well, I know no one's complained because no one's complained to me about that. It's also, <laughs> it's five bucks a month. Or if I'm covering a pay-per-view and I got to order it, then same thing. Uh, I don't have to deal with that with, with any other pay-per-views because it's different. Although, because we talk about it here, I'm just like, mm-hmm. AW pay-per-views, I don't have to worry about, but like, should I, I don't know, could expense my, my WWE Peacock? I don't, I don't oh, know Peacock. Oh, eh. I, I get to expense fight, uh, thriller by fight. So, uh, oh, Sean said he's going to expense Netflix and Jimmy did not. No, he would, because that sets us, that's a precedent. <laughs> uh, yes, by the way, TNA is on YouTube. If you go on the YouTube, the, uh, ultimate insider package, you can pay, I think it's a dollar a month. If you want just the live TV, the month, like the weekly TV. And then for $5 a month, you get all of the non-pay-per-view specials. So everything except for Hard to Kill, Bound for Glory, Slammiversary, and Rebellion. Because those are their four traditional pay-per-views. Everything else is a monthly special. So 5 bucks a month, you get those plus the TV. And the advantage is that the TV, it starts a half hour later. And it's commercial free. So that's what I do. This is 100%. Pharaoh's definitely going to have oh, a yeah. role yeah. in this. Especially he's going to do the, the diary Thing. They're going to ask Pharaoh, uh, you know, hey, what do you think that Cody is home more often to play with you? And Pharaoh, he's eating like his kibbles and his bits or, or whatever. And then he's just like, Wah! and that stands for fuck you. <laughs> oh, Pharaoh hook. <laughs> All right. Do, uh, so, yeah, that's that's the Netflix thing. Uh, and we talked about the rock on the TKO board and then Ava gets, uh, gets herself a job, too. What does the rock do on this TK? It's largely ceremonial. Like if you've ever been on a board of a of a of a, no. a nonprofit, it's you you help make decisions, but you are not decision making. Uh, although he does get thirty million dollars in stock and the rights to his name back, so there is that. Good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Nobody wants it. Nobody calls it. I love that he gave up on just like trying to be Dwayne Johnson the longest time ago. He was just. He's like, yeah, it ain't clicking. Everyone just knows me as The Rock, so I'm just billed as The Rock now. Good that he got his name back. What's in a name, really? Yeah, but. exactly. It was just 
whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's amazing that you speak husky now, Jeremy. The accent was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get that head of chromium. Cody, Cody says, I'm a rock fan. I don't think he's the type that would come in and meddle with the story that's being told over the past two years. I think he's probably up to something else. But you never know with WWE. I'll be watching just like everybody else. Yes, The Rock does not have a history of just coming in and meddling with stories. No, that's not him. They've never done that. I did like the, you know, CM Punk like referenced that, but he's like, you know, me, I'm the bigger star that's coming in to fuck up your story. But like, if he knew it was, he was talking about The Rock coming in to screw up his story. So bless Cody, man. He's just gonna, this is why he would be great. He would be so good at this little, this uh, idea I've pitched here. Just like depressed Cody doing other stuff that's not wrestling. He'd be so good at it. He would be great. I uh, I feel like he would do it. And then three weeks later, we'd find out that, uh, I don't know. Remember when, when Raven left WCW programming and they did the, he was finding himself and it turned out he was a yeah. rich kid. Yeah, we do that. But then we find out that Cody is, I don't know, actually Canadian, <laughs> not American nightmare. Oh, oh man. That would be good. He's got to like rethink his whole tattoo at that point. He's like, oh, can they like do a Canadian flag do I get, style? Do I get a renew? Do, do I get a change? What do I do? Yeah. Oh, you, there's so many good stories you could just do with this. They got they got 500 writers. Come on. Write some good Cody comedy out there. Cody's content Cody's farm. Fun. Anyway, uh, it's uh, it's Vincent's birthday today. Not not the, the, the AEW Vincent. So let's. uh. Let's talk about dynamite tonight. We got a great show. Okay. What a transition that was, Joel. Jesus. Yeah. No, I'm really good at this. All right. Oh, they got a lot of announcements. Cody goes to Cuba to find himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's just See? He's doing the, the cigar gimmick and he's riding in an old 50s caddy. Let's go. We can book this, man. We could. Let's get him. This is show. way better. This is way better than if Cody just wins the title and he's like, I'm the champion now. I finished my story. And then, I don't know, Brock comes out and beats him up because that's all they know how to oh, do. Oh, yeah, that's how it works. Way better. Oh, yeah, Cody Montana. Oh, shit. He becomes a drug lord in Cuba. Oh. Him, him and Santos Escobar become best friends and business partners. Oh. And then Santos really... has uh, Electra Lopez, and then Cody brings in Brandy. Oh, oh, imagine the tag team content. <laughs> Well, no, they're not. They're not. They're not wrestling, though. Cody's not wrestling. No, no, they're not. Uh, sorry, different kind of tag teaming. Anyway, so AEW Dynamite is happening tonight. Oh man, they're so. You could do so much with this. They cowardly if they just put the title on Cody. Feels like we need to clip this and send it to Cody and say, "This is your story, Cody. You need to finish <laughs> this story instead." Chapter yeah. Chapter thirty nine. We're just skipping ahead to chapter eighty six. Have cookies uh, make a short out of out of all? This. I don't. I don't know I don't how you can condense this. No, this can't be a minute. This is short form content. He can. All right. Well, well, fine. Have him do a cool highlight video that he's done, and do do one of those. That sounds great. Yeah. No. Tell, tell tell cookies to to work on this. I think it's great. This is great content. Send him the timestamps, Jeremy. Send him the timestamps. Man, I don't know what timestamps are. What are we talking about? Literally, the time in which we said things. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Well, you you keep track of that better than I. Well, that's fair. I mean, that that is what we do. 
All right. Okay. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We got to, speaking of timestamps and things that, uh, yeah, I got to, you were going to cough anyway. Speaking of timestamps and things that we get right, uh, I'm going to go back to December 17th of 2020 on a show called Tim and Joel Call It in the Ring. Oh, Let's God. go. Here it is. Here it is. We said it. We said it would happen. I think you and I have talked about this a little bit. We, I know we have, and I'll bring it up again. In the next five to 10 years, probably closer to five than 10, you will be able to watch WWE programming on Twitch for your sub. Whatever your, If you have a Prime sub, whatever the subscription service is, they will do it. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, the model's That's changing. Fine. And like, yeah, it's fine. It's just, at, with that, you get direct analytics. And the information about that is a hell of a lot better than anything Nielsen ever had. So I think it's worth 100%. starting to plan for that transition because it's coming. We finished our story by getting that Netflix deal for WWE. You're welcome. I missed Tim. I, would, I also missed Tim. He, he's so uh, I, I said this on Twitter. I'll bring it up here. Uh, I have him updating our, our, our video. He's going to do it. He's going to update the intro. Oh God. yeah. He's going to do it. And then, so we were talking on Sunday night about this and then we were just talking about stuff back and forth. And then yesterday, all the news comes out about the TKO, uh, the, the Netflix deal and everything. And then I send him the photo of Vince without the mustache. And he's just like, oh, son of a bitch. What do we do? And I say, you double down. Dude, dude. That that stock exchange where, you know, Rock, Triple H, Vince, Ari Manuel, all of them, they're all happy and stuff. Not a lot of soulless eyes in that picture. <laughs> Nick Khan is back there just like plotting, man. Just plotting. I don't know what he's plotting. Could be good, could be bad. That man just, he he's just, oh, bless him. He was plotting something, though, that's for sure. He didn't give a fuck about this announcement. This is a historic day for WWE and Netflix and The Rock and stuff. And Nick Khan is just thinking of, like, it might even be as simple as, like, where am I going to have a nice steak dinner at tonight? That's it. That man just... He was not present in that moment. He was plotting something probably bigger than a steak dinner. But that man was plotting. He was thinking, oh, I got to do McAfee. Uh, what am I going to say? Nah, he wasn't thinking that this at all. He's probably thinking, ah, oh, Jim Cramer. Is he going to tell people to sell TKO stock? It'd be so wrong. Nick, Nick Khan, stay scheming, baby. Oh, God. Awesome. Where am I going to do these interviews from? Do they have a room for me? Where am I going to go? Oh. Uh, Definitely not that. No, that Nikon's not high, Joel. Oh God, did I turn off? Did I turn off the stove in my room? Why? Why is Nikon like just <laughs> smoke a J before this? This was not Nikon was not high at all. We don't know. <laughs> Nikon was uh, fully in his right how mind. Much can I buy AEW for? <laughs> can I do this with other wrestling companies, or is this too niche? <laughs> Man, this suit feels great. All right, all right. Let's oh, uh, recover after last week. It's been a rough week, everybody. Yeah, still We're gonna, yeah, still congested and all this stuff. All right. Set me up, Joel. AW Dynamite tonight. Savannah, Georgia. Cody Rhodes will not be there, and neither will Steven Jensen for because he's a coward, mostly because Cody Rhodes will not be there. But yeah. instead, we have a big main event and a busy card that's been set since Monday. Although we added one more match this, the tonight, this morning, last night. 
I don't know. Tony was like, I Thunder Rosa has a match. Go ahead, Tony. Thanks, Joel. That was an awful job that you did, but I'm very excited to talk about AEW Dynamite tonight, live 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS. We are returning to Savannah, Georgia, one of the great homes of AEW, where a lot of historic things have happened in Georgia. And one man who has a lot of great history in Georgia as the centerpiece of WCW is Sting. Sting will be live tonight on AEW Dynamite, TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern. He and Darby Allen will speak what will they have to say? Will they go after the AEW Tag Team titles? Will they address the Young Bucks and their EVP status and possibly the match at AEW Revolution? There's only one way to find out, and that's to tune in live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS 2, AEW Dynamite. You gotta watch Sting! The AEW Trios Championships are on the line. The acclaimed Max Caster and Anthony Bowens with Billy Gunn will take on the Mogul Embassy, Brian Cage, Tola Leona, and Khan, also known as the Gates of Agony. It's a big AEW Trio Championships. Even though that the Mogul Embassy lost the ROH six-man tag team titles the other week, now they're getting a shot at the AEW Trio Championships against the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn because the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn have formed the Bang 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 Scissor Gang 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 with the Bullet Club Gold, Jay White, and the Gun Club. The Bang Bang Scissor Gang hold all of the six-man and trios titles in AEW. But will that be the case after tonight when the acclaimed to Billy Gunn defend the AEW trios championships against the Mogul Embassy? There's only one way to find out. Tune in live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. TBS AEW Dynamite. Thunder Rosa is back in action. She'll be taking on Red Velvet in singles action. Thunder Rosa's on a path to reclaim the AEW Women's Championship or possibly go after Julia Hart in the AEW TBS Championship. Thunder Rosa coming off a big victory the other week. She will now look for her second singles victory since her return against Red Velvet, who's going to look to stir it up, stir it up, stir it up against the great Thunder Rosa. It's so exciting to have Thunder Rosa back here in AEW, back in action on AEW Dynamite, APM Eastern, TBS. We also have the AEW Women's Champion Timeless, Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo. They will meet face-to-face. You won't want to miss this classic showdown between the AEW Women's Champion Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo in a face-to-face. What will Deanna Perrazzo have to say to Tony Storm? Will Tony Storm even speak to Deanna Perrazzo? Or will Mariah May speak for her? Will RJ City speak for her? He's not actually employed by us. Will Luther speak for her? The only way to find out is to tune in live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite on TBS as the AEW Women's Champion Tony Storm meets Deanna Perrazzo face-to-face. We got a tremendous, tremendous singles matches, everybody. You do not want to miss all these great singles matches because the rankings are back and a lot of competitors are going to look to establish themselves in the rankings. And the only way to do that is to step inside the ring, like Samoa Joe said, and bring your record and bring your reputation. Well, the records will be visible to everyone now because the rankings are back. And we got four tremendous singles matches on AW Dynamite, APM Eastern, TBS. We have Wardlow taking on Trent. Trent, one of the best wrestlers we have in AEW, Wardlow who is going after, made his intentions clear, going after the AEW world title. He's to get there. He's got to get through the great Trent. First off tonight, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, TBS. Also in singles action, Jeff Hardy. He's been wanting this opportunity. He's been wanting to be on Dynamite. He's been complaining with his ho-ass comments on social media that he's not been on Dynamite. Now he's on Dynamite, and he's got a tough task in front of him as he takes on Swerve Strickland, Swerve Strickland, building off this great momentum in the AW Continental Classic, defeating 
the tough Dustin Rhodes at AEW World's End, defeating Daniel Garcia, stepping to Samoa Joe. Swerve Strickland will look to continue his momentum when he faces Jeff Hardy in singles competition live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. AW Dynamite, TBS, also Hangman Page. Hangman Page is looking to continue his momentum as well. He lost to Swerve Strickland in the Texas Deathmatch, but he's picked up victories over the likes of Roderick Strong since then. And Hangman Page will now look to defeat Penta Elzera Mato, who will establish their momentum in the AEW rankings, which are returning. The only way to find out is to tune in live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, and all of that, plus a special a big match, a tremendous match. One of the biggest matches we've ever booked in AEW. Minoru Suzuki has answered the Cope Open. The Cope Open. Adam Copeland, Open Challenge. Minoru Suzuki has answered it. He will face Adam Copeland. I'm dying out here. He will face. Keep trying, Tony. I know you got this. <laughs> I believe in you. You are doing so great, buddy. I am. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. He will face Adam Copeland tonight. <laughs> oh, you almost had it. AEW Strength, AEW Dynamite, AEW Strength, TBS, Minoru Suzuki, Adam Copeland for the first time ever, for possibly the only time ever. Commercial free on TBS, AEW Dynamite, APM Eastern, Adam Copeland, Minoru Suzuki. AEW Dynamite, TBS, you don't want to miss it. Thank you to the great AEW fans. AEW, thank you fans. Thank you. Is this? Thank you, AEW. It feels like the bit is literally Justified. dying. Justified. Justified. This is awesome. Justified. This is awesome, Chad. Thank you to the great fans of AEW. Happy New Year! Wow, lambs came out at the end of that one. So, uh, how you feeling, Tony? Oh, oh my God. Uh, Now's your chance to give him some money for this. (coughs) Yeah, I was going to say, you want to hit that cough button while you're at it? Oh, man. This is this is awesome. Clap, 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 clap. Wow, he's just going. Yeah, just that was money. That was money. So uh I'll give you I'll give you That was one of mine. <laughs> I clipped that for old Tim and Joel. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, don't worry. It's okay. Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm proud of you, Jeremy. You showed grit, you showed completion, and you never never forget to do well. For this business. Well, you know, Joel, when it, what it's what this is really all about, Joel, why I do this, why I had to finish that, what it's all about, Joel, it's about drive. It's about power. I stay hungry. I devour. I put in the work. I put in the hours and take what's ours, Joel. That's what it's all about. Very proud of you. That's what it's all about. He sits at the head of a different table now, though. I'm sorry. You know, that's what I was going to do, by the way, was that that was the thumbnail. I have a photo of the rock sitting at a table and I was going to be like sitting at the head of the table. And I decided this was much better. We ended up doing much better today. 
Uh, Jeremy, is there anything else you want to plug before we get on out of here? No, I'm going to die, everybody. But what a way to go. Out like a lion and in like death. Oh, my gosh. We're back on Friday, as we always are. We're going to talk about Dynamite, I'm sure of it. And, of course, anything else that drops. Uh, A lot of people have a lot of theories and a lot of feelings about the SI article. So I'm sure you have heard ours. And now you will form your own. Go read the article. Don't just read the aggregation accounts who are putting out quotes here and there. Read the article. Form your opinion. You'll see why I said what I said, and you'll see how you feel about it. Uh, Jeremy, uh, you said you didn't want to plug anything, so that's great. Uh, You got something for us? You want to plug something? Hold on, Joel. Spotlight is tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. over on the main channel. I'll plug that for Jeremy and for Jensen. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. No, I don't. I, I'm tired. I'm old. Uh, my voice is shot, everybody. It's just, it is what it is. See you on Friday, 10 a.m. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.